what would you like to do? It is the question that every DM asks every player at least once in their career, and that question has led to more stories than perhaps any other question on the planet. But how do you turn that question into an amazing story? See, that's the question we answer on our show, How to Be a Better DM, the perfect place to learn how to dungeon master without spending extra money or extra time. You'll get tips and techniques to avoid the pitfalls of dungeon masters everywhere. We have episodes coming out every Thursday morning, and we can't wait for you to roll initiative with us. Go to betterdungeonmaster.com discovery to get started. Welcome back to The Discovery Workshop presents Our Stranger Things. Last we left off, the party Ashlyn and Roger left the caves. They were able to convince Tahoma to leave with them to escort them out, knowing that there might be some trouble. When they got to the inn, or when they got out of the caves, there was definitely a couple of young gentlemen waiting for them. However, Tahoma was able to step in and put them in their place. There could have been a kerfuffle. There could have been. <laughs> After that, they were able to get home, but not all was well at the home front for Roger. Uh, his mom and dad seemed a little perturbed that he had been gone all day long in his new car without letting them know where he was going. Surprise, surprise. Throughout the episode, Roger's mom has been a little upset. Maybe? Hmm. <laughs> Other events that happened during the episode, they went to Frank's shop to turn in the vial of the lichen that they were able to get from the caverns. They turned that in, as well as getting the golden ring that Roger found, identifying that as the Ring of the North. Yep, that fell into my lap. I don't know how it found I found it. It just fell into my lap. Yeah. <laughs> After that... The two decided to, what is it, maybe come up with a plan for what they're going to do next? Roger to appease and try to make nice with his mom and dad began to look for a job. But he um, was only willing to look two places. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the plan, find a friend. So that's where we left off. Let's see what trouble we can get into today. Monday morning comes, your alarms go off. Typical morning routine, I would assume. Yep. What Is do you it? guys? I don't know. I mean, what do you? I'm gonna do everything what typically. Do you find out? But <laughs> as I get up, mm -hmm. is there a breakfast made? No, there is not breakfast oh, made for Roger. It's not a typical morning. <laughs> I will tell you that Roger's starting to think about maybe questioning what's going on here. Okay. Does Roger need to accept pop tarts in his life? Yeah, you get up, uh, you get your stuff, you go take a shower, whatever it is your morning routine is. You do all of that, you get done, you go down, get ready to eat breakfast. Yeah, no, the, the kitchen's clean, nothing's out. You have that island in the kitchen. You Typically, broke your, your mom, dude. The breakfast stuff is laid out, nothing's like, laid out. Oh, yeah, okay. Make a bowl of cereal. I'll make a little bit extra noise making the cereal. Okay. The, that ploy worked so well. <laughs> the last time Before. you did it. Yeah, it won't. All right, you make extra noise. Nothing happens. You don't, you're just kind of like, you keep doing it, waiting, kind of pause every once in a while to see, like, if you can hear anything. Nothing. Okay. And then I'll go about my routine, my kind of alternate routine. <laughs> Your plan B routine. Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast isn't made. I got to make my own. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It throws my whole day off. All right. So while you're doing that, Ashlyn, what are you up to? 
normal stuff? Yep. Anything you want to do this morning? You have a big day ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, first day of work tonight. Oh, yeah. I don't think I have anything that I need or want to do. Yeah, I don't have anything. And yeah, I'm good. All right. Yeah. So you guys meet up out front of your guys' houses. What's up? How's it going? Seriously, something wrong in my house. What? No breakfast was made. I ate cereal again. There's a problem. Well, mm. we need to pay a little bit of attention to this. Why? We? We yeah. need to pay attention yeah, to this? I might not be able to break this. You might <laughs> be able to break this because you're outside the family. You might see. Mm-hmm. like, And your mom likes me maybe even more than she likes you right now. Well, right now, because she's not making me food. There's a problem. That's your main that. concern with this, isn't it? She's not making you food. Well, I mean, I get that she was upset, but it's like two days later. It's like, I'm not upset with her for not making breakfast yesterday. I mean, I would hope not. Well, Dad seems okay. He let it go. Roll a, just roll an intelligence check for me, Roger. Or make it an insight. So not necessarily intelligence, but wisdom, I guess it would be. That would be an eight. Eight. Yeah. Seems accurate. That's about yeah. as insightful as. I would say you don't remember having a conversation with your dad in the last couple of days, other than when you got home and he was standing there when you walked in the door uh, and you had that initial kind of like where he was like, what the fuck? So you're assuming kind of thing. your dad is fine, mm-hmm. but you don't know. Right. Yeah. I was just, uh, you don't, you knew that he was upset and then he kind of left, but thinking about it, you're like, oh, I don't, haven't had a conversation with him, but yeah, he seems fine. Yeah. Drama in my house. Man, that's a, I mean, I get on the one hand, it was the first time you had taken the car, the first little bit of freedom, but it does seem pretty intense. Like my parents, it's just like, oh, we lost track of time. We were hiking. I don't think they care about you though. Well, I beg to differ, but maybe they just didn't put me on this pedestal that your parents have put you on. Well, specifically your mother has put. I don't know that. They put me on a pedestal. I'm just a good kid, like, awesome at a lot of things. Okay. What does that have to do with? I mean, <laughs> I don't know that that puts me on a pedestal. Um. Wow. So anyway, <laughs> what are we doing? You guys are having this conversation yeah. as you're driving to school, I assume. Yeah. Um, so last episode we talked about you wanting to find a friend, right? What does that mean to you guys? I mean... I understand you want to find somebody that can help you. You just saying you guys want to find a friend makes it sound very sad. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be the name of this episode. Find a a friend. friend. (laughs) I feel like we're trying to find a party member. Oh, I guess. I I don't know that I have to be friends. (laughs) Well, all Roger wants is what was it? like? Somebody to get beat up instead of you, right? And clean myself up when I'm somebody who has prestidigitation in mending. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. But what does that mean for you guys? Finding a party member, finding somebody. What are you looking for? So we're going to go to school because you talked about it. You don't want some creepy old person (laughs) who (laughs) could do prestidigitation and mending. You would look for somebody around your own age. Yeah. So I assume school would be the place to look for that. Yes. What exactly does that mean? What are you looking for going through your day? 
keeping an eye out. What is the plan? What is the strategy between you two? I want to hear Roger's strategy first. I know what my (laughs) thoughts are, but what are your thoughts, Roger? Well, so, you know, I live in two worlds right now, really. I mean, I've got my this thing right here that no one knows about. Uh Uh-huh. And I really want to keep it that way because, you know, I've got that whole popular... So people can't see you when you say this thing. What are you talking about? Your chest, your tattoo, your just moon the, mother stuff. This thing that we have, this uh, monster hunting. Okay. You know, you don't want to just. We don't even know what it is yet. You don't want to just come out and be like, "We're fucking Ghostbusters." Like no. we're the new Ghostbusters no, because people would think I'm fucking crazy. And okay. Yeah, I mean, I Specifying. can't. I can't mess with that popularity thing. I'm, I'm working that angle. Roger's entire ecosystem. It, it is, is going to fall apart. A house of cards here. <laughs> it is super fragile, and it starts with your your mom and your dad. And she's she's starting and to freak me all, out, and it's starting already. to shake shit. So you can't fuck with the <laughs> the popularity at school, yeah. the social aspect of school. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you need to mean some t- some type of normalcy, right? Right. So somewhere outside. Of no matter how like delusional it is. Yeah. So what's your plan? <laughs> well, outside of you know, until we find someone that fits the bill that we're looking, I think Frank's going to end up become, or I'm going to think that Frank could become my possible. Probably cost me money, but because oh, he's a wizard, to do the mending and the fix my digitation. shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but every time we go do something, I have to go there first. And yeah. Yeah. Hope they're that. open. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, um, I, you have a laundry service now. I'm bringing right? you a bin of mine and Roger's clothing to work. <laughs> uh, okay. I honestly don't know what the hell I'm looking for, but I can tell you right now. I'm going to be, like, looking for anything that's out of the ordinary in my eyes. Okay. Which is going to probably be everything that doesn't fit in my norm. So anything that anybody who doesn't act like you. Exactly. Gotcha. I just... (laughs) I'm imagining at the end of the day, you've taken all these notes. (laughs) A list that's, like... Uh, pages and pages. No, no, no. They're not notes. They're commentary. <laughs> yeah. Because we know what his notes look like. And then you have notes on your commentary. Like, yeah. commentary Karen gave me a commentary. weird look today in science. She's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch with the B marked out says witch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she sneezed. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> and I'll just hand this stuff over to. Ashlyn and be like here's our opportunities I could see it like when you're you're like in first period you make I guess observations of certain people and then make your notes and then after class you happen to walk by Ashlyn you tear the page out as you're walking by you don't even talk to her you just (laughs) enter the page and she goes into her next class looking at this thing like the fuck (laughs) for sure yep okay Okay, Ashlyn, what is your strategy for this? Uh, well, I think I 
would suggest to Roger, because I feel like we had this conversation, didn't we, about did you practice your detect magic without having any obvious signs? No. Okay, good. So that is not helpful. No. Maybe you should do that at some point. I will put it on my agenda. Okay. Sounds good. The very bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Because you detecting magic would have been probably very helpful. I'm just saying. Well. So, once Ashlyn realizes that Roger never listens to her Mm -hmm. as we're driving to school, I'll be like, God, why did the moon mother bless him with this magic? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I have some detective stuff? So, all I can do, really, is observe and... Kind of keep an eye out. I mean, I I tend to do that anyways. That was even before we started down this path, I would kind of keep my eyes and ears open and alert for whatever kind of unusual things. So I will probably just do my usual looking around, you know, seeing if there's anything of note. Like, for me, unusual Probably a little different than Roger's unusual, but if there are any kind of obvious sort of... Okay. I'll be watching people in class. Yeah. Kind of seeing, you know, is there a pencil writing with just on its own? (laughs) Who knows at this point? The world is open to all sorts of things. Okay. Someone turning pages with their mind. (laughs) Who knows? Really? Don't give me that look, Roger. I didn't know that those were options. I'll be looking for those too. No, no, you can't take my thing. <laughs> you do you. You do you. <laughs> but yes, Ashland would be looking for the very unusual. The not just like, oh, this person seems kind of odd. Okay. Now I do know magic exists and things can happen. So that's what I'm looking for is more obvious abilities and skills being shown. Got you. All right. So let's let's go with Roger first. Mm-hmm. So a couple of the things, let's say throughout the morning, right? So the first few periods of your day as you're going from class to class, some of the things you make commentary notes on a number of different things, mm-hmm. right? Identify a person. You don't really know their name. You know, some of it's based off the way they dress. Their shoes don't match their clothes, right? Or their some of it's more along the lines of they seem really weird compared to what you, as you stated, anything that is not normal is weird. Mm-hmm. So they're probably perfectly normal people, but you identify them as they're quiet. You know, they don't seem to have a lot of friends. They don't talk to anyone in class. They're weird. So you make notes on that on a couple of different people. You kind of write down what they're wearing you don't know their names. That's some of the stuff like you hand over to Ashlyn. Um, some of the other things that you notice, not just clothes, but behaviors, stuff like that related to that. Somebody who doesn't speak very much. There's a couple of people that always talk together and you think they're acting strange. One's a boy, one's a girl. Right? Just they're kind of whispering to each other, making comments, just kind of acting different. And I know that they're not boyfriend girlfriend. You have no idea. You don't know these people. Oh, okay. These are these are people that you 
typically wouldn't pay attention to. But as but, I pay attention, do they look like their boyfriend? They're not holding hands. They're they're not doing any That's of that stuff. That's extremely strange. Yeah. But looking at it, you mark it as strange, yeah. right, in your notebook or Absolutely. in your notes. So you put it down as strange. Not re- realizing the hypocrisy of that. <laughs> Two people, a man and a girl, or a boy and a girl <laughs> could be friends without being in a relationship. Absolutely. And Yeah. <laughs> but to you... With exactly, that's exactly it. But to you, that's weird. One of the things you do notice is there's a young lady named Jessica Jenkins. She's in your second period class. She has a mole on her cheek. This is a side note. I literally went to school with a Jessica Jenkins. Are you serious? (laughs) Does she have a mole? No. Let's Let's just put this disclaimer out there. Any names, likeness, similarities are all fictional. They are not <laughs> linked to anybody we know. These are all made up on the spot, just just for clarity. Okay, Jessica Jenkins. She has a mole on her cheek. That catches your attention, and you, you make note of that. Because as you start to think of somebody who has magic, of course, you're thinking of witches. Yeah. So. If there's one thing you know about witches, they, they have, have moles. They have moles on their face. <laughs> And what's her nose looks like? It's very normal. She's very shy. She seems, well, roll an insight check. Or just perception. Roll a perception check. 24. Okay. So, yeah, you, you notice that she's she's really shy. She seems very self-conscious of this mole. The question is, is she self-conscious of the mole and shy, hiding doesn't really want to show that off. She, you know, does a lot of movements to cover it. Is it that she's a teenager with a mole on her face and it makes her feel self-conscious? Or is she a witch trying to hide that up, right? Hide the fact that she has a mole on her face. She could possibly be a witch. You write all this stuff down. A couple follow-up questions. Yeah. Does she look dirty? Uh, like unclean dirty? Yeah. Yeah, no. She looks perfectly normal. Has her hair up in a little ponytail on the top of her head. Her bangs are down. She's got like one of those jean skirts. Uh, She's got a red shirt that's tucked into it. She's got white, new, clean sneakers with the big, white, fluffy socks. She's a somewhat pretty girl. She just happens to have a mole on her face. But she's clean. She's shy, though. Does this mole look angry? No. Or am I like, is this like a tiny mole? The mole's mole? not talking to you. <laughs> is this like a tiny mole that I'm just like projecting as bigger than what it is? Yes. Okay. That makes all the sense in the world. And why she's acting weird is probably because you're sitting there staring at her and it's making her very uncomfortable. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but yeah, it's not a very big mole. It's not like a quarter size mole on her face. It is fairly tiny. Okay. You're just weirding her out. That's what it is. Yeah, you're like leaning over and looking at her to see if there's like hairs coming out of it. And she just gets more creeped out by you. Is she being creeped out or is she just being shy because I'm showing her attention? Roll an inside check. 20. She's being creeped out. Okay. By you staring at her mole. I'll probably then go into... Sleuth mode. Okay. You lean back in your seat. 
pretend like I'm not watching. Yeah, can okay. we please Everyone. get a rundown of what sluice mode is? Yeah. <laughs> it's me. It's me sitting in the seat, writing my notes. Every once in a while, look over to the left, even though she's to the right, so that I can look over to the right. And it seems like it's like nonchalant. <laughs> but I look over to the right a little too long compared to what I'm looking <laughs> at the left. You're so it's still a little bit. Now. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to be incognito creepy, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that is Jessica Jenkins. One of the, the people that you notated in your notes, you hand this over. Ashlyn, you get this. You know her. I mean, you've had her in class too. You know you've had conversations with her before. You know what he's talking about with the mole on her cheek. And it's fairly small. It's not a big mole or anything like that. Yeah, she's she's somewhat self-conscious about it. You know this. But you kind of see these notes and you kind of, I would say, blow it off a little bit. Uh, yeah. Well, and I'm assuming some of the notes probably have, like, weird kid with brown hair. I'm like, who is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe that would be more like it. You wouldn't know her name. You would be the one to put the name to, to the, these people. Yeah, to the people. You know, you, you do more investigative, like, mm, okay. somebody with more, I know somebody with that. And maybe he says brown hair, red shirt. And you go to your class later and you're like, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And you put the name next to it. You mark that off. Okay. Put your own little notes next to some of the stuff that he does. All right, Roger. Another person that you notate or that catches, piques your interest there's this girl that you see walking in the hall. She walks by you, and you look down as you're kind of like doing your spy investigation, kind of walking down the hall, keeping an eye on everybody. Some people are giving you more of a wide berth than usual. You may not <laughs> notice it, but you do see this one girl, and she has a scar down her arm. It's probably a good like six or seven inch scar. It's thin. It's a long line down her arm. And you think back to... The injuries and the things that have happened in the last week to you. The stuff that would traumatize most people, right? The fights, the the confrontations, and how you walked away from those. You're a beast of a man, right? So you can face anything and still survive. Mm. But a young girl like this that walks by you, that has a scar, she knows something. Potentially. Okay, follow-up questions. Yep. Is she seem very athletic? Her? No, she's fairly skinny. She's not wearing like a cheerleader outfit or anything like that. She's, I say skinny, but that doesn't really mean anything. She's she's not somebody that you know from the cheerleading team. She's not anybody you know from the girls' soccer team or the softball team. And I would say that you're fairly familiar with the students that are on most of the sports team. Maybe not all of them, but at least the the ones that excel at some of the sports, right? You have some of the same friends. Uh, you hang around in some of the same cliques. Okay. All right. Another person of note for you is a young man who you remember seeing him before. You don't necessarily know his name. Okay. But you remember seeing him before. Unfortunately, he had really, really bad acne. And you see him again, and you think something's different about Something piques your curiosity about this guy. Enough to where you have him in your fifth period class. 
even during class when they're taking attendance, you write down his name. His name is Corey Diaz. And you're just like, hmm, something something about him just seems different. His stature. Well, it's more like you, you saw him before. He had really bad acne. You, I mean, he seemed like, like kind of nerdy. But he he like has some confidence now. Something's different. Kind of can't put your finger on it. You roll an insight check. Let's see how that holds up. These are all good rolls. 22. Yeah, so his acne's a lot better. He seems like he might have put a little bit of muscle on. Thinking about it, you're like, yeah, I remember this kid. I remember in middle school, we unfortunately made fun of him because of his acne when it had started. And you remember him trying out for the Little League baseball team that you guys were on, and he wasn't very good. So those are the three that kind of stand out to you for the day. Okay. Any follow-up questions or anything you want to... No, I put that in my first period. Byron, he fell asleep in class and was snoring. More than likely a vampire sleeping during the day. Gotcha. Just gotcha. because yep. I know him. Yep. Out at night. All hours of the night. Probably throughout the town. All right. Ashlyn, you go through your day... A lot of it is you don't really see anything that kind of stands out as significant to you. You see kind of just normal stuff. You see the quiet kids, the kids that, you know, in different classes, you have the little groups of kids that that talk to each other. They all seem, it all seems fairly normal. You do a thorough inspection of each class. As you go through, you start to systematically look at each of the kids and the groups that they're in as you're going through your class and you kind of like you're immediately in your mind you're kind of like marking kids off it's like nope 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 there's some a couple of quiet kids there's a couple of kids that you know and you've had conversations with them maybe like one or two throughout the day that you see but for the most part the only thing about them that kind of stands out to you that's different than the other kids is Potentially they're quieter, right? They they seem stressed. They seem like you think of kind of the emotional turmoil that Roger is going through. And you start to relate some of that to some of these kids. You're trying to kind of comp- do some sort of comparison. You as well. I mean, you, you kind of dig a little bit deeper into your own emotions, your own feelings. Like, what am I feeling? Realizing what I've gone through over the last week or two. Yeah. And... How am I behaving different? Do I see that in any of these other kids, right? Or how would I be acting in another month or two, knowing that, you know, I'm getting stronger? What would that do to me? How would I behave? You're looking for some of that. So there's a couple of kids that kind of stand out a little bit. There's a kid called Chris Chavez. He's in the band. He's fairly quiet. You make notation of him. But nothing stands out in your face kind of stands out. It's just more like kind of some of his, he seems stressed. And it's like, hmm, that might be something to ask about or maybe talk to him about when you get a chance or something just to see like, hey. Another person, uh, Crystal Sanchez, very similar. What stands out to you is you knew her as like on path to be like valedictorian. She's super smart. You remember her from middle school and she was just super smart. Always getting straight A's, always like top of the class, always kind of teacher pettish kind of behaviors where 
willing to do whatever, always sat at the front of the class, always learning more. Now she's sitting at the back of the class. Her behaviors has changed. So you kind of clock her as you're going through one of your classes and you notice like the behavior change, right? Where, all right, before she was like straight A student, she's like front of the class, always book smart, always aware of her school. Now she's, it's different, right? She's not really paying attention. She's sitting at the back of the class. It's like she gave up. That flags for you as something, right? Something to look into. I'm going to go approach these people and I'm going to end up inadvertently becoming a therapist, aren't I? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Depends on how you approach them and what you say. <laughs> but so I would say that uh, Chris Chavez and uh, Crystal Sanchez are the two that kind of stick out to you. Okay. All right. So what else do you guys notice throughout the day? So I only notice those two. Yeah. The two that I I would say that kind of stand out to you. Granted, if there's something else that you're looking for specifically, we can dig into that a little bit. But those are the things that I would say that kind of pique your interest or curiosity. Yeah. Uh, Roger, I'd say there's probably tons of other things that you write down or notate. I feel like there were those kids that typically ditched, right? Mm -hmm. Like there would be the kids that were MIA. (laughs) Yeah, you have no idea because you were one of them. So, (laughs) and how many people noted you missing? But outside of those typical, like, you might see them in the morning and then they typically never came back after lunch or whatever, I might be looking for that too. Like, is there any one that was here that usually would be here? And then are they mysteriously gone do you get what i'm saying yeah so you're looking for somebody who typically doesn't do that typically doesn't ditch the afternoon but anybody who you see that does you're kind of like notating just them down noting it okay. i mean just to kind of keep a. I kind of feel like we aren't finding someone in one day mm-hmm. that fits our We're extremely not? odd parameters <laughs> i figured we'd have this wrapped up by lunch yeah so just noting things like that. I'm kind of figuring this is at least a week, if not longer, of <laughs> nice look, Roger. Did you have a different expectation regarding the timing of this? Oh, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> a day, maybe. Yeah. You're surprised after first period when you didn't find somebody, right? Well, I found several people, but... Right. Well, I found one person. People to look into. But I think they're a vampire, and they probably wouldn't be good for us. Okay. That's a whole different kind of... <laughs> Roger wants to hunt them down, not make them part of our party. Right. So... <laughs> See, this is the thing, though. I am not only looking at people that could potentially be part of our party. I am now. You've corrupted my mind enough where now I'm looking in every aspect of our lives for people that are going to either eat us or they're a monster they're something wrong with them everyone is suspicious of rogers exactly uh, the other I'm thing start wearing a tinfoil hat soon protection <laughs> uh so did you bring your protection it's a tinfoil hat <laughs> i didn't mean that protection 
<laughs> wow. Anyway. <laughs> I can't believe you said that and not me. Uh, really? Come on. <laughs> Donovan's not surprised. No. But, <laughs> but anyways. Also, if after school, just kind of generally... I'm just watching people. I feel like it's not that weird for me to do that anyways. I feel like I did that before. But if someone seems a little suspicious and or trying to sneak off somewhere (coughs) or just general sus, sussing out, however I'm trying to say that. Because even when the stuff happened with Johnny, it was like, what's happening there? What's going on there? Why Mm. is he weird? Maybe Johnny is a wizard now. Maybe that's why he has anger issues. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to go ask him. He's well, not at school. Yeah. I would say under the circumstances of which you are kind of keeping an eye out on people, that's one thing that kind of plays back in your mind is the couple of situations that happened with him and his couple of his friends. Right? You're like, oh. Because as you're looking around, you see that kid Byron in your first period who's sleeping, and you're like, oh, he could be a vampire. Right? I would say maybe Johnny kind of pops into your head, too, of, like... Oh, I absolutely think he's been possessed by a demon or something. (laughs) Right. Yeah, there's something wrong with that dude. Right. So, but with that, you think about, huh, maybe I should keep an eye out for him, right? And see if he... Is he back in school? I haven't, haven't like, paid attention in the last few days. Yeah. I I don't know. I know that they were saying that he was expelled or whatever, but is is that accurate? Okay. What about, like... Cindy. Cindy's there. Okay. But is she acting weird? Again, we're watching people. That's a good question. I would say she's a fairly popular girl, so her presence is there. You don't have to find her. I you would throughout the course of the day you would see her, but roll an insight check on her as you kind of see her ten. Watch her behavior. She seems I mean she's st- She's hanging out with all of the typical crew, right? Her group of friends. She's hanging out with them. Granted, I would say she seems to be acting a little bit different, but I'm, I don't think you're able to kind of pinpoint why. You might contribute it to the fact that, you know, with Johnny, everything that's going on with Johnny, maybe she's still, like, upset about that. Okay. Just because, her, you know, her boyfriend's not there anymore. Doing she's the typical, a little more reserved. Yeah, than she's normal. a little more laid back. Uh, she seems a little more bitchy. Okay, but she's still. I didn't know that could happen. She was pretty bitchy before. She was. I mean, you knew her as kind of like a bitch, but it was more the context of you guys hanging out, and she just kind of had a very abrupt personality, right? Where mm-hmm. she just like. Called it what it was without fear of consequence because Johnny's her boyfriend. She could say stuff without fear of reprisal. But now I think it's more, it's different bitchy, right? It's not the, she thinks she's cute bitchy. It's, she's kind of mean now. So that would be maybe something to notate with her. Yeah. Not that um, we want Cindy as a member of our party. <laughs> More just like <laughs> as we're observing things. That I'm just might... saying. Yeah. But we do have groups that we need to kind of keep an eye out on as far as like. Different behavior. The warriors, things like that. 
I don't know. They could be recruiting or possessing people. More than likely possessing people. Okay. Bring up possession. It's like, hmm, do we need to start looking into possession? <laughs> <laughs> That's where Ash's mind goes. It's yes. like, hmm, possessions. <laughs> I need an old priest and a young one. Right. So back to keeping an eye out for any of the kids that are ditching. You do notice a couple of them that don't show up for some of the classes after lunch. But as you write down the names, as you go to one class, you you notice that there's one young lady who's gone. And she's not typically typically gone. But then when you get to your next class, there's another girl that's not typically gone. But they're best friends. Mm. So you're kind of like, uh, well, if they're both not... I saw them this morning, but if they're both not here, they might have... They're living on the edge. You might have... you. Put two and two together that they probably ditched together. Sex scandal. For whatever reason. What? Oh, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Where did that come from? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty random. <laughs> you got to start way out there and reel it back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works? Yeah. Most people, like, kind of nudge it forward oh, a little okay. bit, right? Not <laughs> throw it away. Let's go to an extreme <laughs> yeah. and then backtrack. <laughs> It's always seemed to work for me. Clearly. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Maybe that's what I've been doing wrong my whole life. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there would be anything else of that I'd be trying to keep an eye out for, looking for. And then I'm also kind of excited to start my new job, so... And thinking of the potentials of who knows who will be walking into there, too. Mm -hmm. I would say one thing. There is one kid that you notice that's typically not. His name is Justin. Okay. He's just not in his afternoon classes. He's he's not, like, part of the popular group. He doesn't seem to have a lot of friends. You've kind of kept on you being who you are, your character. And I mean that as a sense of the way you behave, uh, your character's character. <laughs> you kind of keep tabs on everybody, right? You, like you were I'm saying. the observer. Yes. But now you have context. Yeah. In in regards to what you're observing and why you're observing it. Mm-hmm. So it's more a matter of putting that in context. It seems a little strange. Usually, you you notate it, like in the back of your mind. It wouldn't stand out as strange. But now you start to analyze a little bit as to the potential reasons why somebody ditches a class, yeah. given their who they are. This kid doesn't have a lot of friends. You know, he, he has a couple of friends, some people that he hangs out with. You've seen him around. There's people, it's not like he, this kid goes around and doesn't talk to anybody. But he's just not there in the afternoon. Okay. So, Justin Garcia. He is in your sixth period class. So, kind of towards the end of the day, you notice that. Okay. This is a real life, just little excerpt. You knew a Justin Garcia? Yep. That. Well, I mean, I'm sure it, I, it, we lived in Albuquerque. Come on. Yeah. Of course, there is like so many of them. But Again, all people, places, well, not all places. All places are, are fictional. <laughs> They're not all fictional. Albuquerque doesn't exist. <laughs> All people are fictional. All characters in this are fictional. They're not based off anybody. What came to mind is when I was in middle school, there was a kid that fought a tree every day. This is not a joke. He would yell at a tree 
And he would hit the tree and fight with the tree. This legit happened. Oh. <laughs> if there was anyone like that, because I've witnessed this in real life. What I, point, what I want to throw out here is you're just giving away comic gold right here. You could have said, you know, I walked outside and this guy was fighting a tree. And I want to know. I flag that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what made me think of it. Because I'm like, just... Me actually being in school, oh my god, I totally forgot about that kid that in middle school would fight a tree. Always the same tree. He didn't <laughs> He didn't go to different trees either. He fucking hated that tree. He did. I, Outside. me being a weirdo, I felt bad for the tree. <laughs> of course you did. You did. <laughs> and I am not playing the druid, but I was like, why is he beating up on this tree? Wow. <laughs> Outside of the outside of the game, like I would really love to understand why. why. Yes. Yeah. What was I feel that? Like, like we would sit there watching him, and we wanted to know too. But then at the same time, you don't want to go up to a person but that's like from fighting a, a tree. From a psychological analytical perspective, understanding what's going on in that kid's mind to feel like they're fighting that tree is it. You know, Maybe that, he played D and D. Well, that's what it is. Is he acting something out in regards yeah. to his imagination, like yeah. either from movies, TV shows, whatever the case may be, or is that some sort of inner traumatic response mechanism I mean, I of not. like, or was he seeking attention? Right, or, or was he? well, seeking attention? Yeah, potentially seeking attention, or is it more like, hey, I'm mad at my dad. This tree is my dad, and I'm gonna like. You know, is there more of a psychological understanding or is it just an act of imagination? That I would love to know that this is like the first form of LARPing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, that kid went on to invent LARPing. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Maybe instead of fighting this tree, I get somebody else yeah, to I fight. Yeah, I find a friend. <laughs> who wants to fight a tree and right. we can fight each other. So anyway, anyway, that's just a little, yes. again, a, a little excerpt. But if there was anything like that, yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like I needed to give some context to like. <laughs> I would say there's nothing like that. Although um, at the same time, if there was a kid that did that on a daily basis, I might just write it off. But at this point, with what we know now, I might say like, hey, dude, does that tree talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I got a friend that set a bush on fire. <laughs> All I would tell you is that I would be walking up to that guy and be like, here's a Snickers bar. I want to be your friend. So when he goes ballistic. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if Roger has that forethought. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> He'd probably get a group of people to stand there and stare pointing at the guy. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, if there was anything like that, I might see those people in a different light, too, of, like, oh, maybe there's something there. There's a whole new world that I had no idea about. Okay. Just to give you some context. Seen some weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. So I, I did want to point out that as we went to lunch, before I hand over my notes to Ashlyn, I did... Clock the lonely kid that was sitting, you know, where the, the parking lot and the behind the school. Oh, you drew out our school. Be on this, this side. So it's not 100% accurate? Yeah. It's a deviation from what the school actually looked like. 
but those are A hall, B hall, C hall, D hall, right? Those are all the classes are. There's the science and technology building. There's the art and shop building where they did, where we have all of the art classes, where you have wood shop and all of those. There's multiple. Barracks. Uh, yeah, all of the portables. Barracks are over there. There's the PAC, the Performing Arts Center, the gym, the admin building, the cafeteria. So in between A Hall and B Hall, those thin lines there, those are like the lockers that are along the walls. So each of those halls, those are like breezeways. You'd step out of the class into those, and that's kind of where everybody meets up. And then, or goes to their locker. Um, So in each of those halls on each side, there's multiple classrooms. And then you also have, again the science and technology building where the science health classes, any of the computer classes, all that stuff are all over there. By the cafeteria, though, those Mm -hmm. little circles, those are all like tables that you can sit at. Um, So a lot of the times you'll see kids that are sitting along the stairs outside of the walled-in cafeteria area. You see a bunch of kids sitting up in the section where the trees are. You see some kids sitting at the tables. However... You go into the cafeteria, you come out of the cafeteria, kids are sitting all over the place, all over campus. It is an open campus, so some kids leave for lunch, Mm -hmm. come back, but you are looking for the loner kid that is sitting by themselves at lunch. So, real quick, just a couple things. Is the stadium and the parking over here still there? Yep. And was the parking in the back of the school still there? There Yes, there is parking in the back of the school. So... Right by that parking in the back of the school was the softball fields. Yes. Soccer field, softball field. Yeah. Yep, the practice so football field. When we were going to lunch, I just so happened to park in the back parking because... Yeah, You're I, cool? That's yeah, where the cool kids park? Park Partly that and partly I don't know where the hell to park. But there's one loner kid sitting on the bleachers at the softball fields okay. eating lunch. Mm-hmm. He's the guy I clock. Okay. He's uh, eating a brown bag lunch. Okay. Kind of the nerdy kid, not like nerdy, like you know, wearing pocket protector type nerdy. When you think not of Revenge of the Nerds, nerd exactly. Yep. But he's the quiet kid. He's obviously doesn't have any friends that you can tell. Okay, um, never seen him before, but that wouldn't be surprising for Roger not to see him because different clicks. Yep. Yeah. And you've never had a car before, to be honest with you. Right. So you going out there? Yeah, I wouldn't have ever gone out. Not that typical. Way. Yeah. yeah. So this is really <coughs> interesting to me. Weird vibes <coughs> all over it. You're giving him weird vibes or you're no, getting I'm, weird I'm vibes getting from weird him? Vibes okay. Because he's sitting by himself on the softball bleachers. Yeah. And I'll probably be like, because I would assume. Are you going to talk to her? Yeah. I oh. would assume that because it's my first time going, having the car and stuff, I'd probably go to lunch with her. Yeah. That makes sense. Hey, I got notes for you. Okay. But I'll give them to you here. You see that kid on the bleachers over there? Oh, yeah. That's insane right there. Insane. I, mean, I feel I like that's genius. Get away from everyone. No, that's Go not sit normal. outside. That's not normal. Seems Obviously pretty brilliant to me. There. Lunchroom's loud, man. No, but no one around him. He's oh, by yeah. himself. Yeah? In the middle of the day at school. Do you want to go talk to him? No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't no, want to no. put that vibe no, out no, no, there. No, 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 Do I recognize him? Um, yeah, you do. Putting you on the spot. Yeah, he, he's a freshman. He's a younger kid than you, so you don't have him in classes. But I would say you've seen him around. Maybe you don't know his name, but you've seen him around. Okay. I want to go talk to him. Okay. Whoa. 
We only got a little bit of time for lunch. Well, I mean, he's sitting alone. Just be like, hey, dude, what's up? Uh, I'll watch from here. <laughs> I'll watch from over here. Okay, fine. As I'm, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to okay. slowly walk towards my... Slowly. All right, so you walk up over the like dirt berm because there's like a dirt path that kind of leads back to the parking lot, and the softball field is actually up on like a little hill. So you got to walk like up the berm, get up there, and then go over to the bleachers. And he's just sitting there eating out of his lunch. Does he notice me walk up? He hears you kind of walk up the dirt. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of looks and turns and looks at you, and he's eating and kind of turns back to his food, but he keeps kind of like looking back, like. What are you doing up here? Like, are you going to sit up here too? Or like giving okay. you that kind of look of, are you going to sit up here too? Or are you going to talk to me? Okay. Little Weirded suspicious. Out. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And go up and be like, hey, why are you sitting over here? Uh, it's lunchtime. I'm just eating my lunch. Yeah, but this is a trek to eat your lunch. It's features. It's a place to sit. Why don't you sit in the school? Uh, I don't know. I'm. Are people just too much? Yeah, they can be. I um, agree. That and there's that there's the group of kids in the by, over by the cafeteria. They're just loud and it's quieter over here. Mm. There isn't like anyone picking on you or anything, right? Well, not specifically, but I mean, there's a lot of the older kids that are just I don't know. They don't pick on me, but they're not nice either. Mm. Then know if someone was keeping you from eating lunch in the building. I mean, I get, I mm. like the quiet and being away from people. You do, yeah. I me too. Okay. I, it's just nicer out here. I get yeah. away, kind of think about stuff. Okay. I'm Ash. Hi, I'm Jared. Hi, Jared. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. What grade are you in? Sophomore. Oh, I'm I'm a freshman. My friend over there, his name is Roger. In the parking lot. Okay. Just, he's also a sophomore. Oh, okay. I think I've seen him around. Yeah. It's kind of, you guys are friends? We are. We grew up together, so I've known Roger a long time. Oh, you're not brother and sister? No. Oh, okay. But we've just been neighbors, but yeah, we hang out sometimes. He also hangs out with the uh, quote-unquote popular crowd at times. Yeah. Oh, that's where you've seen him? Well, I've seen him talking to some of the popular kids. Okay. But, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Okay, um, well, I mean, I was just checking to see if uh, someone was giving you issues or if you just preferred eating alone. I mean, I get it. No, um, just sitting out here by myself. Okay. But, and about this time, roll a perception check. Twelve. Yeah, so about this time, you start to hear it. Kind of, like, lift your head up, and you're like, what is that? It's like guitar playing. You can hear it, like, softly. You can hear a guitar playing. And Jared goes, that's the other reason I sit out here. From the parking lot, there's, like, a guitar sound coming. Yeah, yeah, I guess you wouldn't hear that if you were in the cafeteria. Yeah, I I don't know who it is. I don't know who they are. I know there's a guy that he sits in a van over there. And at lunch, he plays his guitar, and I can hear it. And he's actually pretty good. Well, yeah, sounds pretty good. Yeah. So I come out here, and I listen to it as well. Cool. Well, I think you got the right idea. Yeah. But. Kyle. 
food from the dip. oh that's like roger <laughs> roger in the distance gosh let's go ah. come on we gotta get food okay. well jared nice to meet you i gotta uh, i yeah. gotta go nice so. to meet you too cool see you later all right so I, as you walk away he kind of sits up a little bit straighter nice gave jared a boost of confidence all right then you go and you catch up with roger roger's kind of waiting by the fence by where the parking area is kind of like getting ready to walk to his car. He sees that you started to walk towards him, so he starts walking towards the car. Okay. What you do notice as you're walking through the, because there's probably, I don't know, a good 30, 40 cars back here. So it's, it's the smaller, it's like the overflow lot. So it's the smaller lot if they don't want to park up by the football field. But what you do notice when you're walking through is this old, beat up, shitty van. It is, it's not a nice car. <laughs> it's beat up. It's shitty. The side door is open, and there's a couple of kids that are standing there, and then there's one kid sitting inside the van, and he's got a guitar out. This guy is like a, I don't know, you've seen him before, Ash. He hasn't been in one of his classes. He's a fairly normal kid, but the one thing you do notice is he's got like a short green little mohawk on his head. He's got the shaved sides. And he's playing the guitar, and he's playing songs, just kind of. And there's a couple other guys that are standing around, and they're just, like, eating their lunches, like, drink. one of them's drinking a soda, the other one's, like, eating a bag of chips or whatever. So you just notice that, and you kind of listen to the music, and it, it sounds pretty good. You guys walk over to your car, go to lunch. Yeah, and I'll – these are the notes that I have for you. Oh, oh good. Do I really legitimately yeah. want to <laughs> look at these? Okay. <laughs> There are actual notes. There are notes. <laughs> All right, share. <laughs> he went through the trouble of doing this. You got to share. Uh, well. <laughs> They're very disorganized notes in the first place. Yeah. I'm looking at what all, where they started and where they, okay. First period, Byron fell asleep in class, was snoring. <coughs> Second period, oh, wait. Shame. Vampire sleeping during day. Shame has three ex- exclamation points just to make it. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Uh, has a mole on her cheek. Ponytail girl. Could be a witch. Holy moly. <laughs> has sixth sense. Keep staring at me. Maybe magical over on the side. Scarred girl. Right? Scarred. Okay. Most likely, mostly likely a monster. <laughs> a monster bite. Okay. Yeah. Mo- oh, monster bite. I got it. Not interested. Is that a note for scarred girl or for, okay. Uh, skinny like could be dying from a curse. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe sickly. Okay. Really kind of gross. Possibly drug addict. Wow. (laughs) Remember, you asked me to read these out loud. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Fifth period. Acne face boy. Corey Diaz. I wouldn't have had that note yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) Ooh, there's gems for later. (laughs) Okay. And my response could be, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You can obviously see that I'm I'm taking this seriously. I've focused in, <sighs> taking yeah. lots of notes. 
Yep. We might have to come back around to the first kid because he could be a monster. Okay. Yeah. So not part of our party. No, no. You got me Just seeing monsters everywhere now. Thank you for that. That, that. I feel like that is not my fault. I didn't even know what we were getting into. Yeah. Well, the kid on the bleachers. Creepy. He doesn't seem creepy. Right, he's in alone. Creepy. Nope. He didn't seem very... I mean, we'll keep an eye on him. He just seems like he wants to just be left alone and not creepy. But he was saying that the guy that's playing the guitar is out here a lot of times, too, and he listens to him playing music, which, I mean, he was pretty good. I didn't hear it. Okay, how observant are you? I'm just hungry. Ah, I'm just saying, if you think people being outside of the school during lunch and off on their own, like the guitar guy is... He was by himself? Well, no, he had some people with him. Well, then he's probably fine. They're just probably playing music. So what you're basing this off of is if they're alone. Yes. But you do realize that we hang out together? That's different. Mm, Well. It's me. Huh? Yeah, I'm different. I'm built different. Well, I'm not going to deny that. But to assume that someone is weird just because they're alone. Is proper. Where are you going with this? We hang out together. We're not alone or loners, but we're both weird in the sense of you do magical things. That's not, that's a secret. You guys are in the car. Nobody's listening. Yeah, that's a secret. Nobody knows that. Okay, but we're trying to find people that do magic, right? I just gave you a list of people that could be. But one of them I'm not really interested in. She's kind of sickly and she's kind of gross. Okay. And then the other one, I think she has like a sixth sense because every time I looked over at her, she was staring at me. Or Were you staring at her? No, of course not. You're probably creeping her out. I was being out. super, super like stealthy. <sighs> okay. But she could be mad. I think she's a witch. Did you ask her if she no, can I'm do prestidigitation? No, I'm not going to talk to any of these people. Oh, Okay. This is a good start. I feel really confident in our finding someone to join our party to do your laundry. I really think that I'm more the observing type and you're the talking type. Because they just like are out of my realm. Mm. Even though you're one of them at this point. No, I don't know. Why would you think that I'm one of them? Well, we want to find someone that inherently is different. But I'm not different. I'm I'm awesome. And because I'm awesome, someone endowed all these powers onto me. Mm. Okay. You do see that, right? You know, I feel like this is what I'm thinking. I, I want this is <laughs> Ashlyn's mind. I feel like Roger is probably already struggling with the fact that his mother didn't make him breakfast. <laughs> Very much so, yes. So I don't want to Fragile. Yeah, he's very fragile right now. So I just pat you on the arm and I like, yep, Roger, you're awesome. Thanks. Okay. And And I'm not. I'm I'm (laughs) bolstering my ego as much as I possibly can. Oh, yeah. You're you're inside. You're like questioning everything. Yeah. Like I said, toy soldier. (laughs) And I just, us growing up together, I would say, and I'm just like. You're well aware of that. Yeah, they call it you're paper fine. Tigers? You're, you're perfectly fine, yeah. dude. You're 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 doing great. Yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I I have noted your notes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for your assistance in this matter. I'll have matter. more later on. And if you want to talk to any of these people, I, I yeah, I will. I'll do the talking. I, that I might be much, safer. I you could probably find them anywhere in the school. Mm-hmm. You seem to have known the name of the girl, mm-hmm. the ponytail girl. Roger, I think you know what would be super helpful in this. Mm-hmm. Just practice your magic at home to the point where you're not glowing. Like if you can incognito oh, do right? your magic. Yeah, yeah we, I we think I'll do the talking. But if we could get you to like. Detect magic, I think we're going to get a lot further mm. than just observing. Uh, just, a, just a note. I could see how that would be. And Frank did say that you could do your magic without it being like... Mm. Yeah, but I can't put a lot of faith in Frank. <sighs> but you know what? You're awesome, so you'll figure it out, I, right? Of course. Okay. You know. Yeah. Leave it up to me to handle it, uh, the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Where are we going for food? Mm. Taco Bell sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is I almost said Taco Bell. <laughs> nice. Same yeah. page there. There you go. It's one of the closest places. I, I'm driving to the closest place. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to wait in line. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody is driving And we left later place. also, so we're like last. All right. <coughs> yeah. This makes all the sense in the world for me. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Kay. Okay. So you go get lunch. Go in or... No, drive through. Drive through. Okay. So yeah, you we don't ever want to leave the car once we're in the car. Yeah, I would. I would assume you having yeah. it just for a couple of days. Your <laughs> your you, car is your baby. Yeah, you're and you want to be seen in it every period break, like in between periods. You're walking as close as you can to look out into the parking lot. And I even still want to know there's no that way I you have can a see tint and all that shit still in the back seat. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yeah. That's duly noted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cool. So I would say, yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, you wait a little bit to get through the drive through, but you get through fairly quickly. It's not one of those things where it's like, oh, shit, come on, hurry, 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 hurry. I need to get we need to get back to school. We need to get back to school or you get done in the drive through to where you guys are able to get back, eat in the car, in the parking lot. Kind of roll down your window a little bit. You can hear the guitar playing still. You hear some laughing that you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Pretty good, right? Yeah. What type of music does Roger listen to? Whatever is popular. But you don't like the music. But I will tell you that I have this secret, secret guilty pleasure. The country music? Power ballads. Oh, power ballads? Yes. Okay. I was gonna say like country music. <laughs> <laughs> like female country music. <laughs> <laughs> That's way, 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 way like down. Reba McIntyre is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I live on her and Dolly Parton. Exactly, yeah. That's hilarious. Loretta Lynn, yeah. Dolly Parton. Because like your mom, whenever 70s, she's cooking, yeah. she plays all that late 70s country music. Yeah. Tanya Tucker. Are you, are you thinking about your childhood? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> So in the back of my head, I got Delta Dawn going on. <laughs> Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Okay, you gotta stop. Sorry. Copyright. <laughs> no. Anyway, but yes, you have the affinity for the power ballads. What you're hearing, not that. Ash, okay. probably more your speed. A little more Ramones, punk. Clash. Yep. 
Yep, a little more punk, a little more. I uh, listen a little bit of everything, but ed- I do like a little edgier, punky, yeah. punky vibe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a little more punk, a little more edgy uh, music. Roger, as you kind of listen to, you're like, eh, me. So I, I mean, he kind of turn up, kind of turn up the radio a little bit to kind of like you don't <laughs> want to hear it, but <laughs> got live music going. Uh yeah. Mm. Right, wait, wait. <laughs> cool, but yeah, you get back so you eat your lunch. Um, you guys talking more about all the stuff that um, you were talking about. Then you know you got to get back, so you guys head back in. And I thought we'd find this person already. Mm. I forgot to note that you did draw the face with the mole on the page. Oh, yeah, I did. A big mole on her cheek. Yeah, it was special. I did forget to note that, that you did draw also in the notes. Well, I wanted to get the whole picture. Yeah, the vibe. I mean, I I think the wording put it out there enough, but the picture... Helps. It's worth a thousand words. Yep. <laughs> like a garbage pill kid. Kind of looks like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where's that sloth from Goonies? <laughs> a little bit of both. Jeez, dude. She has a little tiny mole <laughs> on her cheek and you... Jeez. Yep. Well, you got to kind of inflate these things. Just in your like you inflate your ego. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I inflate my ego and tear down other people, so... But I feel better about myself. Cool. <laughs> what a risk. Cool. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what else to say to him. Uh, well, I mean, that's every teenager. Yeah, let's right. be real. Right. Okay. So walk back into the school and go to your next period. Continue your search. Okay. Okay. One thing, I think, Ash, you catch on to, or you just kind of catch it. And you're like, what? What does it say? And you kind of like eavesdrop in one of your next periods. Is a girl is saying that uh, she kind of seems upset. Her cat went missing. Mm. And she was telling some of the other girls in class, like, seriously, like, this is like the third cat in the neighborhood that's gone missing. It's like, I don't understand. Like, I didn't think Mr. Riggles would, like, go missing. He's an inside cat. But then my little brother left the door open and the cat got out. I have no idea where it is. Never came home. But then we just thought it ran away or it went somewhere else. But they say cats come back. But my mom was talking to other people in the neighborhood. And the Thompsons, a couple houses down, their cat is gone. It hasn't come back. They said it was, it was an outside cat, but it always comes back. And then they were talking to uh, another family that's down the street towards the end. And their cat went missing a few weeks ago. And they're missing a cat. They don't know where it is. So... I don't know. I think something's going on. And you just kind of overhear this. You hear the cat went missing and then like, and then you kind of listen to the rest of the story. Do I know this girl? Do I know where she lives or anything? Uh, I don't think you would know where she lives, but I mean, you have class with her, but. Well, cause if she, if I wouldn't know what neighborhood she lives in, I'd ask. Okay. I mean, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I heard your cat went missing. What neighborhood do you live in? Because I want to keep an eye out for it. I love cats, and I want to make sure if I can find it. So, do you know where Summer Hills Park is? Yeah. It's just on the other side of Loma, a couple blocks away. Yeah, I live right there. Okay. And, yeah, I'm just just north of that. There's that street that runs north of it. I'm just right there. So, that's the neighborhood I live in. Okay. 
Yeah, what color weird. is your cat? It's a tabby cat. Okay. So it's purple. It's purple? I'm just kidding. It's orange. Your cat may need to join our party. <laughs> <laughs> we should take note of that. A purple cat? She's thinking purple cat. That could be a monster. No, she doesn't have a purple cat. It's so cute and I'm fat. There. She came back. Okay. I don't know where it is. I'll keep Kinda an worried. eye out. I'm sorry. Well, thanks. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. So that's just one thing you kind of hear about. You kind of go through the rest of the day, similar to what you guys went through in the morning. I mean, maybe some of the notes that you get towards the end of the day. Some more of that, another kid's falling asleep in class or whatever. I have that. Some kid, kid. Some kid gets in trouble for talking back to the teacher. Gets sent to the principal office, mm-hmm. principal's rebel, office. Rebel. I'm more impressed than... <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> Damn the man, Joe. <laughs> Kid's <coughs> name is Joe. <laughs> I will. I will tell you that Roger, at the end of the day, when um, all the classes are done and stuff, will start to realize that he has no clue what he's looking for. Yeah. I mean, other than possibly looking for something for magic, I don't know what we need as far as someone to help us do this. Does it need to be someone other, uh, other physical type of thing? from what he's looking at and stuff, he doesn't know. And I think he's just realizing that. So with that realization, what what does that mean? It Like, I I see it as like, well, I have no idea. I don't know. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. What, I don't But what does that mean for Roger? How does that impact him? How does that dig into his brain a little bit? Yeah. And what does that do? Donovan wants to send you into an existential oh, crisis. Know, right? <laughs> no, I'm just... Well, if you're going to rationalize it and you're going to actually, as, as your character, yeah. kind of come to that realization, because that's, for Roger, that's, that's a little bit of a, yeah. you know, an epiphany. I believe that no matter what, that'll be an internal thing, and he won't promote that information i think that he'll continue to do the whole fake it till you make it type of thing yes so push it to the side kind of stuff yeah not recognize it not deal with it oh no not do the healthy thing (laughs) that's what i mean though yes he'll he'll recognize that oh man i'm way out of my depth on this but is he i guess i get some of it but is he going to say anything to ashlyn first of all nothing that's all internal not even to her no Okay. Do you think at some point you would maybe bring that back up to the surface a little bit to maybe figure out, like, hey, if I don't know, would I ask? So you have the guy that will ask for directions, and you have the guy that won't ask for directions. So, How far into I won't ask for directions is Roger? He's a ride-or-die type of guy for that okay. stuff. I mean, he's going to be... I'm just curious. I, he's going to be, you know what, I will give feedback i'll do everything that i need to do but in the long term i'm probably not going to be the person that finds this person unless like a hell mary full of grace type of situation happens yeah. and it just falls into his lap right and you're able to go "Ooh, look what i did yeah. and then if that happens are you going he to is take... going to have take all the credit for it yeah, yeah but yes. are you going to take into account what ash said about detecting magic yeah, yeah, no, okay. I, I think that he will. But that'll be that'll be the thing that he does to participate, right? 
Well, he knows that he can kind of do that, so he might, like, take that to the extreme. Like, you know, he's the type of guy that would, I'm going to use it, like, five or six times in one, as much as I can. Yeah, blow through it. Yeah, and find myself in a need, and I was like, I don't have nothing. <laughs> you going to burn it up. Okay. You know what kills me about this is... And I don't know how ranger spells work. I could have taken detect magic. I was going to say, it doesn't kill you. It just seems to kill Roger. (laughs) I could have taken detect magic. But, silly me, thinking like, huh, there's a druid with all these spells. I'm going to take what I need to be a better ranger, not detect magic. (laughs) But I don't know if rangers... Working as a party... Once you have your spell, because I know druids can go in and change what spells they have. Yeah. I, I This campaign is completely different than the normal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could go in and change some of my spells now that I know just what type of character Roger is. <laughs> like, the ranger has cure wounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I would say the way that we're playing this, right, so, and how it would work with you is, so the list of spells, available spells, mm-hmm. right? I would say that at any point, you could select from those. Let me clarify. Not at any point. Granted, it would have to be during a long rest period or during a period of inactivity where you're not in the middle of anything or getting ready to go into the middle of anything unless you have significant time. I would say from your list of spells... As a ranger in this campaign, you can do any of those, right? So you can change your spells, but what I would say is that it's more a matter... So we could play it into the campaign. I'm going to go home and be like, I really need Roger to be able to detect magic. He knows how. He can teach you. Yeah. We can do something to where in one session he's showing you, like, the way I do it is this. Okay. So you rationalize it for yourself. Uh, well, you I'm even saying then... this session where I'm like, Roger, you know, yeah. maybe it would help if I could be able to do that. Mm. Roger, maybe it would be able to help us both. <laughs> so maybe, like I said, it would be maybe him showing you how he does it. Okay. What does he concentrate on? What is, what is, okay. whatever, right? And then you take it back. You try. Okay. And... I'll, I'll allow you or to Or I'm going those. and working at Frank's, if I could talk to Frank, to be like, look, man. There you go. There's there's another avenue of how we can explore that too, right? So okay. maybe those are some of the things that we explore with Frank a little bit. Okay. Because uh, that's my main question is how you wanted to play that. I don't want to limit you. I, I don't want you to be stuck into what you've already chosen. Those are your options for your class. So I want you to be able to access those. The only flair that I would say that I would like to do for the campaign is let's think of a way in which you can access those. Yeah. You want to either, Frank would be a great avenue for you now that you're working there. Maybe trying to leverage that a little bit. Okay. That'd be really, I think I like that the best. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to ask that earlier and then we started. I'm like, I, I do have detect magic. I just don't have it. Yeah, but you only have one spell, right? I have three spell slots, and I have four spells. That you can know? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, one's your bonus action. Well, yeah. One of them has to be. But I know uh, four spells. Well, That one just happens to be a bonus action. Well, you have three, 
right, as a ranger, but then you have one because you're a horizon walker. Yes. So you get that protection I get the from evil and good for the for the sub Now does trait yeah. one of yours always have to be hunter's mark? No. No. Okay. Mm-mm. I think that protection from good and evil is what I have is like my always you because of yeah. the class I took or not the class the it's the feet so it's like the school of ranger yeah the ranger whatever. class I took yeah, yeah I gotcha subclass whatever they call that I can't. <laughs> sorry I didn't mean to do some housekeeping there but it's the ranger archetype. hey man people need to know this stuff too yeah well, you it's gotta the have ranger these discussions archetype. Archetype. Thank you. I can think of the name of it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Yeah. Not understanding what you're looking for, realizing that, and then... Ultimately, I wanted you to make sure that you understood that context. Yeah, but I think it's more just how you play that out. Yeah. Right? What does that mean for you? Maybe uh, as you guys work through that, there's uncertainty or either that or... Um, Shifting response, <laughs> you know, whatever, however you want to play it. But the rest of the day goes by without any additional revelations, right? I, I think the one thing mainly for you, Ashlyn, then is to take that back, notating like cats disappearing in that area. Yep. For you to mark on your map if you so choose. Yep. And then I'll probably mention it to Roger too. Okay. And then school gets out, the bell rings. You guys meet up after school. How'd the rest of the day go? One other thing. Oh, good. Yeah, in my fifth period. Okay. This, this could be a winner. Fifth period. Ma- maybe not a winner. Acne but. face boy, Corey yeah. Diaz, loses, lost. I, I don't know. What, <laughs> I, have to, I didn't look at it again. Looks. Looks. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That O is kind of. Okay. Looks more and more magic. I need to know this magic. Looks stronger. Used to pick on in middle school. Possibly puberty. <laughs> Although, how you spelled puberty? <laughs> puberty. Hey, look, I will say right now that I am horrible at spelling. Yeah. And my handwriting's not much better, so... My well, weakness, my, hand, my handwriting if, is worse, actually. If I had something that was opposite of a superpower, weakness would be my spelling. Yeah. Based off those notes, are you saying that he's exploring the magic of puberty? <laughs> like, she's should becoming he more magic going through I'm puberty? Curious. She Or he might think that. Possibly okay. puberty. More, li- more than likely magic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lonely kid eating creepy vibe. That was that was, that was lunch. the the lunch. Yeah, kid. I know. <laughs> Jerry. So you had even more insight. No, I just okay. realized that he was creepy for eating okay. alone. That was so that would have been before the acne face boy Corey Diaz. Corey's coming into himself. You think it's magic? Well, I mean, the can act- you read my handwriting? Uh, a little bit. Yours is rough. <laughs> I've. Looked at your notes before, and it was like, yeah. Yeah, my handwriting is special. It's not like doctor vibe, but it's... It's the artist vibe. That's, yeah. what I'm, that's my what I'm going for. <laughs> Shut up, Donovan. <laughs> but, yeah, that Corey Diaz, he could be one. Okay. You assume he's magic because... 
Well, he looks stronger. Like you, yeah, he put on some weight, you know. Okay. He, his acne is like better. His face has cleared up. I mean, I guess it could be puberty, but it's probably magic. Okay. Noted. You'll have to see if he goes into that store. Yeah, I got to go to work and I'll see if just anyone happens to wander in that we go to school with. Because yeah, that gotta, would be pretty notable. I got to go apply for a job at these these places. The comic book shop and uh, the sports store. But yeah. really, you want to go work at the comic book shop to spy on Madame Sonia? I, well, yeah, kind of. Okay. I think that we talked about this. You get, yep. like, spy I on I covered the Frank. Frank. Yeah, aspect. You cover and the Madame yeah. Sonia. She likes me better. I, I kind of get the I'm feeling. I'm sure she does. I actually kind of get the feeling that Frank doesn't really like me. And you don't really like Frank. No, I definitely don't like Frank. Maybe but he didn't have a problem with you until you had a problem with him. But most, Did you ever think about I, that? It's just hard for me to understand that because most people really like me. Even people that uh, you don't like? Yeah. Mm. I mean... Really? There's not a lot of people that don't like me. Okay. So I'm hoping that it would be pretty good, easy for me to get one of these jobs. I I hope for your sake, maybe your mom will start making you breakfast again if you get a job. No, there's something going on there. Mm. Her and my dad must be fighting. Well, I guess you could use your observation skills at home, too, and (coughs) figure that out. For sure. What's going on. For sure. Yep. This is the conversation we're having as we're driving yep, home. Yep. Did we notice anything after school? Like I said, any kind of sketchy? No, I mean it just seemed like a normal everybody Everybody's like kind of leaving. bailing out of school. Okay, um, nothing suspicious or I guess out of the norm stands out to you. I mean, you notated some of those kids that were missing after lunch from the classes, but other than that, okay, nothing, nothing unusual. All, All right. right. So, you guys driving home, are you going to get a ride from him to work? I'll take or? my bike. I know Roger's got <coughs> job hunting to do. Well, I and I also don't know what time you're getting off. Or yeah. I think you told me, but um, I don't know if that's going to be okay with my parents to go pick uh, you up at. The- no, I can, I can ride my bike. It's cool. Yeah, they close at 9, what I believe he said. Yeah. So, 4 to 9 is what you'd be working. Okay. Yep. I was like, wow, your parents won't come pick you up at 9 o'clock at night, so you don't have to ride your bike in the dark? I'm an independent kid. I honestly just didn't even think to ask them. I'm sure they would. But It's well, the 80s, too. I, I know. <laughs> and disappointment. Huh? Huh? What about disappointment? I mean, asking and getting rejected. There's that oh, disappointment. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if that would happen. Or but. in Ash's mind. Because that park... No, I don't go by that park, do I? No. On my way to or from no. work. No, so that's it up is, and away. It is directly north of the school. Yeah. Right? And you guys go down. You guys travel west out of the school and then go north. So not. it's in a neighborhood back there. It's not something you would typically drive through. I mean, okay. you guys could drive by it if you wanted to, but um, no. typically that's not the... It's not the most likely path that you would drive to go from school to your house. Okay. And then from your house to work, it's even more west. So you'd be almost kind of going it's in west the opposite and backtracking. Direction. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, more southwest yeah. of that. Okay. 
Good old Princess King shopping center. All right, so you get home. Mm -hmm. Ash, you get in, or you go in. I'll eat something before I go since I have no idea what to expect, and I'll be there through dinner time or whatever. Okay, and I would say you probably have a brief conversation with your mom. She's there, kind of probably just sitting around folding clothes and watching soaps. Watching soaps, yeah, (laughs) for sure. Kind of more into that, like what's happening on the soap opera and just like, so you got your first date, you know, as she's watching TV, kind of having small talk with you, right, about your first day at work and all that stuff. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you do that and then head to work. Mm -hmm. Roger, you get home from school. You go in. What are you doing? Anything Um, specifically? Nobody's there. Nobody's there. The car's gone. Uh, Nobody's there. Hmm. You go over to the fridge. On the fridge. There's a note, gone to the store. Ma. Okay. I will not do anything until she gets back. Okay. Because I don't want to add to that, you know. Yeah. That, nope. that increasingly guilt. Okay. That yeah. maybe I have a tinge of in the, in the background. So. All right. So you wait around for your mom to get back from the store. Anything you want to do? So let me ask you a question. Yeah. I, I read what Druid Craft does. But uh, I want to see if you will give me some latitude with that spell as far as, you know, going out in the front where the rose bush is kind of damaged and start, you know, <laughs> using that druid craft to start repairing that bush. Mm-hmm. I, it might not repair the whole bush, but if I do it a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, you know, kind of slowly repair the bush. Yeah, sure. So you want to focus on potentially repairing the bush that's damaged in the that's front yard. damaged, yeah. So this was from an episode prior to us being on air, right? Yes. Where Roger at night was exploring, well, his powers were more exploring him and getting to know him a little bit, where they were kind of happening without his control. You ended up out front in the yard. So really what it was was... Because you were going to go over to Ashes, right? Yeah, you know, things were happening, you know, as a young adult, things are happening with your body, and you don't kind of understand what's happening. And there's some confusion as far as whether this is a normal thing for young males to go through. So you were going to go ask Ash about it? No, no, no. Because there were some aspects of it that were kind of supernatural. Yes. So we were going to bring that up to the point where... Um, I just want to <coughs> see where you're going with this. You yeah. can keep going. So, <laughs> so, you know, I get into the yard and some of these powers kind of consume me and take, take over. over. Yep. And I get kind of locked to the, the grass yep. and I can't move my feet. So, you know... What what else are you gonna do except for sit down and try and scoot your butt through the grass? And I end up getting myself stuck. Yep. And then more things happen where I initially release a a thorn whip. That yeah. So like you tears up this bush. So you had you had already found the broom handle, right? So you had had that with you. Yes. And there was something about you putting it up, and then it reappearing next to you yes like in the middle of the night and stuff you thought some weird shit was going on so that was one of the things you were going to go talk to ashlyn ashlyn about that's how you potentially ended up in the front yard and then that's when the grass some of the magic started to manifest out of you so mainly what basically happened was i was laying face up 
on the grass, kind of stuck with one hand that was holding a broom that kind of turned into a vine whip thorn bush type of thing. And it whipped out. So, I mean, really comical looking. You know, I was beating a bush. Yep. uh, Laying (laughs) in my underwear on the front lawn. Stuck. Stuck. And then fell asleep. Stuck to the grass. Yep. And found and this my, is my, why my father. Parents think you're on drugs. <laughs> yeah. They have a very valid concern. Yeah, I, I mean. And you're surprised they're upset about you just up and taking a car and let's, being let's gone be on this. There, there's some awkwardness there, but I don't know that it's any more than what a normal teenage boy would be going through. You think it's totally normal to wake up? You know, on your front lawn. Sometimes, man. Sometimes you just wake up on your front lawn in your underwear. Yeah, that's usually like... By your father. After. <laughs> with a broomstick in your hand. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you being woken up by your father. <laughs> yeah, usually that's after like a rough night. Maybe a kid would wake up in the yard. But So, yes, anyway. As a result of that, your mom has these bushes these rose bushes out in front of the house that were like really nicely manicured and really added to the curb appeal and the aesthetic of the house yes she loves to keep the house clean the outside is very important as well so to see that one of the bushes under the front window damaged is half destroyed was a little upsetting to her yeah so you want to attempt to repair that yeah, okay. I, I don't think that it's going to happen all at once, but yeah. and I kind of don't want it to happen all at once because it's that whole, you know, and there's questions. So are you going to go out there in the front yard? Cause you, I am. I'm going to go out there. All right, so you have some range on this. I mean, you don't necessarily have to go out there, but if you want to go out there, get well, a little closer to it. I guess what I could do is I could go out there and get the hose and, like, do it as I'm, like, watering the lawn, mm-hmm. you know. Or watering the, the plants in the front yard. Okay. And then if mom asks if she comes home while I'm doing this, I thought it would be nice for me to pitch in around here. Okay. Because I'm, <clears throat> I'm thoughtful like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so there's, yeah, I don't see any issues with that. So you go out there, you begin to like... In the meantime, you, I'm also trying to control the glow. Yeah, you're watering the plants, right? Yep. Roll a d20. Do I need to add something? Awesomeness? Oh, that's not a skill. That's just me. Add nature to it, I guess. No, this would be more of... Survival. <laughs> this do... I'm trying to survive here. It would be a performance, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, Survival. 15. <laughs> okay, so you go out there, you get the hose, you like pull the hose out, and you put it up under the, the plants, and you turn it on right to, to water it kind of let the water soak in and stuff and you stand there and you begin to concentrate right so as you concentrate you you get that green haze mm-hmm. so as you're looking at the bush trying to focus on what are you trying to connect with the moon mother or what are you uh regrowth just okay in my mind i'm just thinking grow bitch grow <laughs> okay <laughs> So you focus, and then that film of green comes on over your eyes, and everything kind of takes on that, a green haze. Where you're at, looking down, right, you see, before your that green haze goes over your eyes, you see that glow under your shirt. Granted, it's, mm-hmm. mu- it's muted by the dark color the of your shirt, yeah. um, but you still see it there. 
and then the green film like filter goes over your eyes and you're grow bitch grow as you're concentrating on this bush concentrating on a couple of the little dead sticks that are sticking out a couple of little buds start to like grow and develop yeah so i continue going grow bitch grow bitch grow bitch don't glow bitch don't glow bitch grow bitch grow bitch <laughs> okay oh god uh, <laughs> roll an arcana 12 okay so one thing you do notice you're out here for a little while okay. right waiting for your mom to come home concentrating on this bush and probably four or five maybe six of those little shoots offshoots or buds begin to show up mm-hmm. on some of the dead branches so you do you do see that it is working however the, the glow doesn't seem to be dissipating okay as you're using the magic. And is this necessarily because I've got that haze over my eyes and I can't tell? It's all part of it. Okay. But you can see that there's a glow coming from your chest mm-hmm. through your shirt. Okay. So even though you have the, the the filter, the green filter over your eyes, there's still that glow coming from your underneath your shirt. You can see it. Okay. You know it's still there. So you know it's not working in a sense of using your magic and other people not being able to see it. If somebody walked up, they would see it. Okay. And then... So, I'll, if you, I, when I can't... When I can see that this has not... The, the globe is still there, I'm very conscientious about who's around me. Yeah, absolutely. And, yep. Yeah. So, one thing you do notice as you're standing there for a little while concentrating, you kind of take a step and your foot kind of splashes in water a little bit. And you're like, oh, fuck, shit. And you go over there and you move the water. You realize that you had kind of overwatered, oversaturated one area. Okay. But you do it in a sense, in quickly enough uh, with your nature check that. Yeah, I, I don't flood and kill. You shit. didn't, yeah, you didn't like flood the yard or anything. Just so, maybe a little over. Yeah, a little over, but you, you've seen your dad do that as well. So you're like, oh, okay, it's not too bad. Runs in the family. So yeah, you're doing that, waiting for your mom to get home. Um,. Are you going to continue to cast those as much as you can? Just continue to do it? Uh, because what you notice as those buds are growing, you're not, they're, they're just sprouting, right? Mm-hmm. They're not, it's not like the bush is going to like magically sure. like And I don't out. want that to be. Right. So you get a couple of those, I would say, mm-hmm. and you get a, a couple of buds each time you do that. And it looks like you have triggered something with the bush. So, one of the things, the time frame on that stuff. On what? How long it takes me every time I cast it. Well, just just a few seconds. I mean, every time you cast it. Because you're trying to cast it over and over again, right? Trying to get that glow to go right, away. Right. But each time you cast it, so I'd say you probably cast it like three or four times. Mm-hmm. Each time you do that, it just takes a few seconds for you to cast it. So, it's not like a long process. Mm-hmm. But I would say that it, just something about trying to get that glow to go away is not working the magic itself is working on the bush doing it without the glow appearing is not it's not working for you okay i won't cast it more than five times yeah and then knowing that tomorrow when i come to go to school when no one's really doing their things i might go over there and cast it a few more times okay and just kind of slowly do it maybe in the morning maybe in the afternoon okay ash about this time you're 
pulling up to Frank's, the Merlin's Mysteries and more. Mm-hmm. All right, so go inside. Yep, lock my bike up, go inside. Ding, ding. You hear the bell, you go in. Ooh, side note, I did grab some magazines to bring in because I did say I was going to do that. Ah. Nice. Cool. So you go in, the bell jingles above the door. You walk in, kind of hesitant uh, what to do. You don't know where the, to go yet, yeah. so you just kind of hang out for a minute. That whole, what am I supposed to do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> don't know if I'd go walking in there like that, but yeah. you never know. <laughs> so a minute later, just not a minute, but a few seconds later, you hear from the back. Hello, I'll be right with you. Okay. Ashlyn? Yep. Oh, my dear, I'll I'll be right there. Okay. So you hear him kind of like rummaging around in the back. The curtain's closed. Is Jeff here? You, you don't see Jeff. Okay. Kind of waiting for him. And then he comes through the curtain, like pulling down his sleeves. And he comes out and he's like, Ashlyn, it's so good to see you. Good to see you too. Are you ready for your first day? Yep. Excellent. All right. Um... What do we do? What are we going to do today? I did bring some magazines. Oh, great. For ideas on who we might want to switch some photos out and stuff. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. Okay. Great. Great initiative. First day already. This is going to be great. Woo. Well, let me, uh, let me show you around the shop. Okay. Um... So this is the shop. He just kind of waves his hand and shows you the shop. And then he snaps his finger. And you hear a click on the front door. And then certain items begin to take on like a subtle glow to them. Okay. It's a blue kind of tint to sporadic items. There's like a few. What you do notice is those gel bracelets, the satchel, the pet rock. Herman, he's still on the counter. The Masters of the Universe pencil, the little box of Lifesaver soda pop, all of those are glowing as well, along with a couple of other items. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of these items that you see. Well, let me back up a little bit. So I share this with you, but you must understand that my grandson doesn't know what's going on, right? No. Okay. And I would like to keep it that way. I get it. All right. Great. Plus, this is partly why I hired you. Someone who is beginning to understand the other side of things. Okay. Hey, two questions. Yes. Do you think Jeff would ever be capable of being a wizard if you taught him like is that some nope nope okay people can't nope no people can people jeff can't oh okay my other question is how i can see these things being magic right now yes well i know you and roger from what i've gathered from roger there's a way of being able to see Mm. Is that something I could possibly learn? Yes. I believe that is something that you can learn. Okay, because I feel like that would be helpful with me helping you, too. Absolutely. Okay. 
Let's see. Hmm. I could show you a couple of things. Yes. Yes, that would be one of them. How to detect if something is magical. If it has magical properties. So what school of magic it is. That is definitely something I can show you. Nice. There are a couple other things, I believe. You don't have a vast reserve of magical ability. However, you do have an inkling for certain types of magic. So I can, I can show you some of those. Okay. But detecting if an item is magical will definitely be helpful here. I agree. Did you have any other questions? Where do I, like, clock in? That's part of the tour, my dear. Okay. Part of the tour. We'll get there. Don't worry. This is the shop. Jeff doesn't know about this. There are a few members of my family, and at some point you may meet them that do know about the mystical side of the business. But for the most part, the vast majority of my family is unaware Okay. And we're going to keep it that way. Understandable. Right. All right. So, do you want to go behind the curtain? I do. Excellent. Come. Come with me. And he walks you around the counter. Kind of, he steps out to meet you and kind of shows you the, the shop. And he'll say that all of these magical items that you see are very important to me. Right? We must keep these safe we must be aware of the value of them not the monetary value the supernatural value okay i understand that you're new to this however we will discuss further some of the potential clientele that might come in here some of them we will deal with some of them we will not under any circumstances deal with I will help you learn who we will deal with and whom we will not deal with. Okay. But that will come with time. In the meantime, anyone who comes in and talks about or references to magical, mystical, anything supernatural, just get me. Okay. So, a tour it is. And then he walks around the counter. The big flurry, he pushes the curtain open. And you walk into this section. So, I don't know if you see this the way that I do. So let me go into a little of the explanation, right? So the way that this store is set up is it's fairly long. So the shop area is, for everybody, it's more of a square shape at the very beginning with the doors that lead right into the middle. Then there is the counter in the back of that square shape. That covers probably half of the room, right? It goes from the wall to about halfway. Behind that is a wall, but it doesn't go all the way. It goes halfway as well. And then from there is the curtain. When he pushes the curtain open, extending back from there is a little section of space that has what looks like antique furniture that is kind of stacked up on the side. So there's like a table with some stuff put on it, like different items. And they all seem to have like these different color stickers on them. You would probably ascertain that those are projects in the works. So it's like where he's storing the stuff to work on them 
fix them up, for refurbish them, whatever it is that he's doing that. And he will explain that to you as he walk as you walk by it. So you guys begin to walk down the hall or the little pathway in between those items and the wall. On the wall, there are three doors. One is almost immediately around the corner, and it has the picture of the little boy and little girl in its mm. bathroom. Okay. And he takes you to the next room, and he opens the door. And then when he opens the door, this kind of cool air comes out of it. Not cold, but it's just like a, a cool air kind of comes out of the room, and he opens it up to you. And this room is fucking huge. Mm. It is like room almost like a... <laughs> it's it's like a giant garage. Okay. And you kind of take a step back and you're like, what the fuck? Because it does not... The dimensions of the inside of the room do not... It's bigger on the inside. Yeah. Totally TARDIS style. Yeah. Right. So the room itself is huge. And it is a straight up workshop. Yeah. It has like the workbenches. It has like a whole section on the side that has a number of tools they're not newer tools. They're not like power tools or anything like that. They're old woodworking tools on one side of the room. On the other side of the room is some weird shit. <laughs> okay. So more along the lines of a science lab. Okay. And to see those two juxtaposed, you're kind of like... What's happening You're kind of put off a little bit, but then you remember who it is you're dealing with and you're like okay that makes sense so this is my workshop do you make magic items uh yes i do hence the task you recently fulfilled for me that was an item that i had been or well i'm still working on it but yes that was just one of the number of things that i needed in order to Make the magic work. Okay. However, this room is very dangerous. Mm. There's a lot of pointy tools on that wall. So be careful with any of those. I would say that if we get to that point, I will show you how to use those tools. The okay. tools on this wall, however, I would ask you not to touch. I'm assuming that's a lab look inside. Yes. Okay. Pointing to all of the... And you do see, like, a number of vials and, like, beakers and graduated cylinders. So very, very chemistry class, science lab stuff. But they're old. None of it's, like, it's fairly clean. The floor is clean. There's not a lot of things laying around. Everything's very organized. However, it is not the typical class that you would use even the and you remember this based off the vial that you had it wasn't like when you go to science class right they have the beakers and graduated uh -huh. cylinders they're all these nice uniformed these are like almost like hand-blown glass mm -hmm. vials hand-blown glass all of this stuff it's it's very old world kind of vibe from this cork stoppers not plastic screw on lids or any of that stuff it, it's very as he walks you around and shows you some of the things you do see that there's other things there's mortal and pestle kind of stuff there's like a, a small cauldron that's 
like sitting over a low flame and there's like smoke, but the smoke is like a purple smoke that's coming out of it. Very magical science lab-ish. Okay. Full disconcerting that it's active right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's just wandering around. That's fine. Okay. So he just says, as we learn and study more, and I might show you some of these things Mm. and get you to help with this part of the workshop. But before we go there, I definitely want to make sure that you understand that do not... Please do not play with, touch, or mishandle anything in here, as it can be extremely dangerous. Sounds good. Okay. And as you're walking, as he begins to lead you back out of this room, think of like a three-car garage type garage, not just a a normal single-car or double-car garage. It's even bigger than that, right? So the space in the area, there's this huge looks like chalk white drawing on the floor and you notice that on certain points of the wall there are similar type of circles with stars in them it's almost like they have strange writing and images and i would most definitely be asking frank what are these drawings oh this is these are uh, protection against accidents Ah. and other things this is a way to keep myself safe, keep you safe. But D- Does Jeff know about this room at all? No. Oh, okay. Jeff, how do I explain? Does it look like, like a closet or something to him? Yes. Okay. This, you see over by the door, and you look over next to the door, there's a mop and a bucket and a broom and, like, the typical things to clean, and there's a little shelf that has, like, cleaning chemicals on it. And it's like set up to where as you walk in the door, it's right there as a shelf and then a separate section that has the mop and bucket and everything like that. So what Jeff can see is the first seven feet of this room. Mm. Anything beyond that, you cannot see. That's kind of cool. Yes, I think so. Took a lot of work. I would think so. Yes. I mean, okay. All right. So he walks you out of there and then you go back out in the hallway where some of those items are stacked up and you go to the next door. On the next door is open. He'll lead you back in there and he'll show you that there is like a a little area that has a little table set up. Along one wall, there's like a counter with a sink. There's a fridge in here. And then there's a, a larger area to the side that has items and it has another bench, like a workbench. And Almost like a break room kind of situation. Well, like on or? one part of it, it's like definitely break room type situation. But then on the other side of it is like a workbench that has, it looks like some of the woodworking stuff that he's doing is laid out over there for him to work on or things that he's been in the process of. Um, some of the tools are like up on the wall by there. There's not a lot of them compared to what you saw in the previous room. You see some like plans, some Pages that are laying on the table that have different designs and different furniture, some books, different types of uh, woodworking projects. On the back wall of that room, there's a door to outside, and it looks like that would lead to the back alley. And then he turns around and he's like, here you go. This is where you will punch in and punch out. And he reaches into his sleeve and pulls out a little 
card that's probably 10 inches long by three or four inches. And then he twirls his fingers at it and it, your name appears on it. And this is your time card. And he shows you how it works. And he's like, let's punch you in. And he puts it in there and hits the red button at the top. It punches you in. And then there's a little thing underneath it that has the different slots for you to put it in there. Takes yours from you and puts it in there. The one next to yours, it says Jeff on it. Okay. Um, You do see, though, that like with the time cards, you do see that there's some other ones that are underneath there. You put yours in there right next to Jeff's. Okay. Are there other employees here? Uh, no. Well, Jeff, me, you, that's it. Oh. Are those other time cards just extras? Uh, no. Extra time cards. Uh, yeah, those are... Those time cards are from previous employees that have worked here. Oh, you just keep them? Yeah. It's like a lifer thing? Kind of, kind of, yeah. People come and go. There have been a couple of employees that I've had that have moved on to bigger and better things. But they might come back so you hold on to their time cards? Maybe. It's possible. I'm just curious about this because I kind of think this would be cool and I'm learning about magic. Yes. So... This is just one time card for however long I work here, and does it just, like, keep track of my time magically? Or, because if these other people's time cards are here, are there, like, thousands of punch-in and punch-outs on these cards, and they're, like, that room that is, like, bigger on the inside? Or are they just playing time cards? They're just playing time cards. To be honest with you, I've never really thought about it. It'd be kind of mm. cool, right? Like, yes, Efficient. a piece of paper that holds my only concern information. would be that not all employees, such as Jeff, are aware of the mystical side, so it'd have to be very is Jeff super inconspicuous observant? No, there you go. But he may be a dumbass, but he's not a complete and utter moron, he does notice something. I have one other question about the workshop, the magic workshop. Yes. And speaking of Jeff, if we're in there and he, he opens the door to get a broom out. Yes. Would he see us in there? Nope. Okay. He just sees the broom and walls. Yep. If he tried to like, I, I don't know why he would try to do this, but just hypothetically, if he would try to, like, touch the back wall, would there be a wall there? For him, yes, there will be. The way Jeff experiences it, it just looks like a closet. If he were to feel for the back wall, he would feel a wall. Okay. It's not just a visual illusion. It's an illusion of the mind. So it would affect his, all of his senses. Cool. Would Roger be capable of doing something like this, or is no, that not in his... He's not allowed back here. What? Well, yeah. But would he be capable of creating this what illusion, effect? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just curious. <laughs> Again, you're going to have a lot hey, of questions from me. That's fine. The questions are great. I love questions. I love learning. I love, love the whole idea of you it. love teaching. Roger would have to add some years and experience before he would be able to do anything of this nature, as well as... 
Would I be capable if you taught me? You wouldn't be capable of this because your magic is different. You don't have the same type of magical acumen, but you don't have the same type of innate magical receptors that allow for you to intake the understanding of certain magics, the complexity of the arcana that that is embodied in things. You have the ability to see some of that and manipulate some of that, but to the extent of creating something such as this, creating magical items that, as of right now, is beyond your ability. Okay. But you and I, we will work on some things. We will expand your understanding. We will stretch you to the limits of your capabilities if you're game. Okay. All right. You're going to be here from four until nine most nights that you work. That would be yeah. sufficient shift four to nine o'clock, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Are you okay leaving at nine o'clock? I think so. Riding your bike home in the dark? I, I mean, I, I got a longbow. That's very true. Everybody <laughs> who messes with you is probably asking for it. My thought process. Right. So, yeah, we're only open until 9, so maybe do 9 o'clock, maybe do a 30-minute break. Okay. Paid break. Ooh, thanks. Okay. But most of the time, you're not really going to be busy. Okay. You're just waiting for customers to come in. How often do customers come in? (laughs) Not very often. Okay. But, so I would say maybe bring your homework with you. Sounds good. Some reading materials. Do you have reading materials here, too, about maybe, like, more of the, like, you yeah, He know. points, as soon as you say that reading materials, he points over to his how to work on wood, how to do whatever woodworking section in this room. And he's like, oh, look, I have a whole plethora of reading material, magazines, instruction manuals. On, like, the magic or history of magic's oh, side? Uh, of things. Hmm. I would have to take a look in the book. Maybe Reading Rainbow. <laughs> I saw that on the TV. That was funny. I'm a fan. Yes. <laughs> Anywho. But I do believe I may have some reading materials. I will have to dig them up. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of curious about that side of... Trying to learn a bit about, you know, like the warriors and the watchers. And okay. The, yes. Uh, the guard and just whatever kind of. If you had <clears throat> anything I could read while I'm here to learn yes. some things, that would be cool. Good. Good. Yes. I will look to see what we can find. Thanks. But, okay. So, what did you bring for me? Let's take a look at these photos. Okay. Yeah, just pull out. Some of my teen magazines. Cool. You guys walk up to the counter and stuff like that, and you take out the magazines. He opens them up. So which ones were you thinking? Were there ones particular that you would like to see? What What are the What are the kids into these days? Uh, well, here is Cindy Lauper. Mm, she's got some crazy hair. Yes. That's pretty pink. That's interesting. Not bad. What else? Maybe Daryl Hannah. 
Daryl Hannah. That's an interesting name. Daryl for a girl. Yep. For a lady. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. She would have done the whole Xanadu thing a little bit. That's true. Let's get physical. Physical. So you go through a couple of them. You show him a couple of people and stuff. What he does is pictures as you grab them. He grabs the the pictures that he had before, the ones with the, like the red lines through them. He grabs those and kind of like twirls his fingers over them as you point out some of these other characters and the photo changes. Oh. The photo can, it's like magical Photoshop. Totally like replaces Exciting. the new person, whoever it is. Like if it's uh, like, shit, I don't know, who do you say? Like Cindy Molly Ringwald. Cindy Lopper, yeah. So Cindy Lopper, he like takes it and waves his hand over it. And then the pose that Madonna was standing in, it's now Cindy Lopper. Wearing the same gel bracelets. So he's like, ooh, that looks good. I like her. She fits, yeah. So what is she? Is she an actress or A little bit what? and the singer. Is she? She looks a little wild. She's a little crazy. Nice. I like crazy. She sings girls just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Okay. Um, cool. Yep. Um, I like the picture. It looks good. She looks like these look like they fit. All right. So then you guys sit down and go through, like, some of the pictures, and he keeps changing them. He doesn't seem sold on any of them. Okay. I mean, he likes the Cindy Lauper one, but he keeps kind of going back to the Madonna one. I mean, I don't um, blame him. Madonna fit with that. Don't listen to Roger. And he's like, okay, so really, what I... And he puts his elbows on the counter again, and he puts his chin in his hands, and he says, so, uh... One of the reasons I hired you is I would like to freshen up this place. Okay. How what could do we you want to say? <laughs> how could we go about doing that? Um, well, I guess you could kinda organize it differently and really clean up like, some of the clutter situation mm-hmm. and clutter? A little cluttery up in here. You think it's cluttery? I thought it was fairly well organized. There's a lot of things, but I don't know that I would call it cluttery. What are Brighten it up a little what, bit, maybe. Do you think there's something that would help it be less cluttery? But I need these are items that I need to keep out on display. Um I just like maybe we he goes, just what about move this? some stuff around. What about this? Hmm. He goes and he snaps his fingers, and shit starts to move around. Like, some of the items begin to float. Some of the things on the walls, because, like, the walls have, like, clocks and stuff on them. Some of those begin to come off and rearrange themselves, and, like, some of the clocks that he had on one side begin to move over with the other side, and the things that were on those walls come off and, and move over, and then a shelf appears on one wall. And Some of the things that are on some of the countertops begin to move up onto the shelves some of the furniture items that are in because i think i said it has like three rows right of furniture there's two like rows that you can walk down rearranges it doesn't really change much other than it moves some things off of the furniture he's like what do you think about that yeah that helps all right well if that helps for now think of Customer flow. How does it feel being a customer coming in 
you know, the traffic. I wouldn't want them to get congested at the front of the store. I want them to move easily through the store, bringing them from maybe the lesser expensive items to the more expensive items. The deeper they get, the deeper I get into their pockets. (laughs) But all of these items up front, I've rearranged it to where the magical items, the items that I showed you and it gives you a wink, are now more on this side of the shop. Yeah. And you see that that Indiana Jones satchel is now up over here by the curtain. The Madonna bracelets are over here, like right next to the kind of counter where you're at. I just, I did that as a demonstration. So don't think of this as an arduous undertaking if we need to move things around or experiment with things. That... Is a trifle, but I would really like your opinion. Like, what you, what do you feel? How can we change things? Think about it. I'll think about it. All right. So some of the other things is that when I'm working in my shop, I do not like to be disturbed. Okay. So come with me. Let me show you. I should have showed you this before. It takes you over to where that doorway is into, like, the closet, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a little button on it on the side. Next to it, it's like a metal box, and it has like a, a little black button on it. it. Looks like a doorbell. Okay. You push the button, you don't hear anything. He's like, "Okay, okay." He opens up the door, and he's like, "Go in there." And you okay. step into the door. Uh huh. Right. You step in the door. He pushes the button. You don't hear anything. He's like, "Now go in about five more feet." Okay. So you go in five more feet. Pushes the button, and then this like. Chiming, ah, ah, no, just kidding. It's not Little Mermaid. This chime kind of chiming sound kind of like tinkles throughout the room. Cool. Right? That's neat. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. I found this at Walmart. (laughs) It's a doorbell. But it plays cool music. How did you get it to go on that part but not? Oh, it's part of the magic illusion. There's a sound barrier. Nice. So, come. This is what you'll be doing today. If any customers come in, just let me know. Sounds All right. good. There's a stool for you to sit on. Take a break. A couple hours. I have some work to do. Okay. All right. I'll be back there. If you need me, ring the doorbell. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Boom. I'll work on my homework. Maybe nose around a bit. Okay. Not get too invasive. It's my first day. <laughs> so what do you, when you say nose around, just looking just at the different stuff? Just kind of out stuff. Okay. I'll get bored just sitting there, so. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of the stuff you guys have kind of seen, but you get more into like the nitty gritty of it. Now that everything's kind of like switched around, you know that he had said that the magical items are more towards the front. So I would say you... You probably spend a little time trying to figure out which ones those are. There's so the few more that you towards know. the back, right? Yeah, I meant towards the towards the counter, okay. not towards the front door. I I said the front, but yes. Okay. I don't mean towards the front of the shop. I meant towards the front of where you would start to look, which would be right by the counter. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, you look at that. You don't know all of the magical items because there was only a few more than what you would what he had called out before. 
So you go through and kind of look at which ones would be the magical ones, right? Really and trying kind of to thinking about, can I detect? How does he do that? How does Roger do that? Yeah. Cool. You get bored fast. I'm sure. Yeah. You're sitting there. You get your homework done. It's not too bad because it's a little new. So exploring all of the different items and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the first couple of hours go by. Not too bad. But towards the end, you're like, oh, my God. It's pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting paid to sit around. Yeah. So I'll doodle and yeah. okay. occupy my time. Cool. So your break comes and goes. Anything else you want to do or ask Frank or anything like that, your first shift? Probably. I mean, I mentioned I want to learn stuff, but I don't know if I want to harass him on the first day too much. Okay. And make him regret hiring me. Roll an insight check. Nine. Yeah, I would say either way. He seemed like he had some stuff to do, but he also didn't make it seem like, oh, I'm going to be busy, right? He didn't come off like that to you. Oh, like you didn't. You don't. It didn't seem to you like, hey, I'm going to be super busy. Try not to bother me kind of thing. He knows that it's just you there, so. Okay, well. So it's up to you whether you want to. Maybe after my break then. No one's coming. I'm already bored. I took my break. I might come back and do the buzzer. Okay. So just a little bit goes by, and then he he comes out of the room. Okay. He's like, oh, yes. Is there somebody here? No. Did you have a question? Is I did. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, I was kind of curious if uh, yes. you might be able to... Help me with the being able to see magic, if that's something that you... Are you busy? Um, You see him, he's like got like an apron on, like a work apron on. Uh-huh. And he's, his sleeves are rolled up and he's like, um, I'm in the middle of something right now, but <laughs> hold on, give me one moment. Okay. He's like... I'll I'll come out if you want to just hang out up front. I will be there in just one moment. So just give me one minute. Okay. All right. And then he closes the door and goes back in there. Probably about five minutes goes by. And then he comes out. He's still in his apron. Still has his sleeves rolled up. And he's like, okay, here you go. And he puts a piece of paper in front of you. And he's like, and I, I will post this in the break room. This is funny to say, break room. Um, but anyway, I'll post this in the break room. He has a calendar. He has your name written on it on certain days. And then on certain days, he has Jeff's name written on it. It's for the rest of the month. So we'll say two weeks. Every other time that your name is on there, there's a little star by your name. If you look at Jeff's, there's no star by Jeff's name. Okay. So he's like, I need to make time to make sure that I'm working on the things that I'm working on. I am kind of in the middle of something. It's not, I'm not in a position where I can just stop right now. Uh-huh. I need to focus on this. First of all, would these days be fine for you to work? Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you look at the calendar or whatever, and you're just like, man, whatever. Yeah. But every other, every other day has the star next to it. And he says, these days with the stars, these will be the days where I work with you. Okay. On any of the... Possible 
magic-y things? Magic-y, mystical, learning, learny stuff. Okay. Does that work? Yep. All right. Thank you. Perfect. Great. All right. Well, what time is it? Oh, yeah. So, a couple more hours. All right. Um, do you need anything? You good? I'm good. You want to go across the street to 7-Eleven? <laughs> want to get a soda? You need a soda, big <laughs> guy? <laughs> sure. Will you get me a big gulp? No problem. Cherry soda. Okay. But it's got to be the big gulp. That'd be great. Oh, don't forget, there's a Baskin Robbins and some ice cream. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Is he trying to fatten you But <laughs> if you could get me a big gulp, that'd be great. Sounds good. He's like, all right. And he reaches under the counter, grabs a box, and it's like a, a money box. He's like, oh, I didn't show you this. If we have any purchases or transactions, it's all done through this. And he opens it up, and inside is just some cash. He just grabs a 20 and hands it to you. Oh, okay. He's like, yep, okay, I'll see you in a little bit. If when you get back, if you just put the change back in there and then put the big gulp by the door... And just push the button. I'll grab it when I'm ready. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay, so he's kind of worked out a schedule with you in regards to the days that he can show you some of those things. That's crazy to say that because all of that fits into, yeah, he works out a schedule with you to where he can show you the things that are magical. Yeah. Could have just said that. (laughs) Anyway. Sorry. Everybody's bored. Um, <laughs> as he looks specifically at you, <laughs> listening. All right, Roger. Mm-hmm. Cut to you. You have watered the shit out of the yard. Yep. Your mom comes home. Okay. Gonna go well. She parks, begins to grab the groceries, carries them inside. Are there a lot of them? Uh, Does she need help with them? She I mean, probably use help. Okay, I'll help her get the groceries. Any groceries it would be nice to help her with any groceries. Yes, especially when she's already pissed at you. Yep. Maybe this is the whole reason she hasn't made breakfast in a while because she didn't have enough groceries. She's just like, "What are you doing in the yard?" I was watering the yard, be waiting for you before I left again to go try and find a job. Just make sure you don't overwater the azaleas, please. Thank you for doing that. Thank yeah. you for helping with the groceries. Yeah. So after I help her get the groceries in, I'll leave. First stop would be the comic book store to apply there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm assuming that I've been in there enough times that I kind of know who runs the place. And stuff. Okay. Well, you've been there with Ash probably a handful of times, maybe a little bit more. You know that there's a kid from your school that works there. His name is Ryan. He's the one that's usually working there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that there's a guy named Will that runs the place. Okay. It's, it's like his shop. Yeah. Right. He's there, but he's usually, there's like an office in the back. He's usually in the office. Okay. Just doing whatever he does. But Ryan's usually the one who's out front. Am I friendly with Ryan? Um, Or is it just I've seen him around school? You've seen him around school. You guys have been in here a few times. It's kind of more the, as you come in with Ash, she's like had some conversations with him okay. just about certain things. But you've kind of done, like, the head nod. Okay. Kind of, like, 
acknowledged each other's presence. <laughs> a, I've you exist. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it, same thing at school, you know, just kind of head nod. You don't necessarily talk to him or anything like that. You don't okay. really know anything about him. All right. So is he the guy that's there when yep. I go there? Yep. I'll walk in and be like, hey, man. Hey, how's it going? Uh, It's going pretty good. Hey, um, real quick, is this guy hiring? Is he uh, looking for people? I don't know if he's hiring. He's always, like, accepting applications, but I don't know if he's actively hiring. I could go ask him if you want. Do you think you could, like, just ask him if he's willing to talk to me? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, I'm just kind of yeah. looking for a job, so I thought this would be a pretty cool job to have. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty laid back. It's cool job. Yeah. Do you, do you know anything about comics? Well, a little bit. I mean, Batman. You know, Superman. He kind of gives you the expectant, like any others you know about, <laughs> like uh, yeah, Spider Man. And uh, okay, I bought a couple books here not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. For um, that uh, fantasy game that. It's got all the monsters in it. Fantasy Dungeons yeah. and Dragons? Yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. that one? Yeah. yeah. But it had all the, it's the book that has all of, oh, it's that one right there. Yeah, the monster manual for yeah. D&D? Okay. I, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Let me let me go see if he's busy or not. Okay, sounds good. Okay. He kind of walks back and kind of looks back at you a couple times as he goes back there. Like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> Yeah, he he's kind of like thrown off. It's kind of weird. But he goes back into the office, and he's in there for just a minute, and then he comes out. He's got a paper in his hand. The guy does, or mm-hmm. the, the Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Like, uh, he told me that he's in the middle of a phone call right now. Okay. He can't really meet with you right now, but he said to give you this application, he is hiring. Mm-hmm. So you got to fill out the application, and then you can bring it back, and maybe when you bring I'll it back, I'll just fill it out can... here. Okay. Yeah. Why not? And okay. maybe he's done with his call by the time I'm done. Okay. Yeah. So. Do you, do you have a pen? Can you yeah. Pen? Yeah. I, I came prepared. Oh, good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll find a place off to the side or something. Fill it out. Probably right at the counter. Yeah. Uh, the counter is fairly long. As I'm filling it out, I'll be like, "Any pointers on what he's looking for?" Uh, he's really looking for somebody who's really knowledgeable about comic books. Okay. Um, well, I'm not really knowledgeable, but I'm capable mm, of being knowledgeable. Capable of being knowledgeable. Well, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, he's looking for somebody who knows a lot about science fiction, horror... Oh, I like horror. Horror movies? Like yeah, horror movies? I, I like horror What's movies. What's your favorite horror movie? Um, the Exorcist. Okay. Um, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Good, good, yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Yep. I like those. Good ones. No. Um, what Silver is your... Party Massacre. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's gonna keep going. What would you say your favorite movie is of all times? Yes. Um, hell, I'm trying to think of 
what movies I would have seen about then. Roger would have seen about then. Yeah, yeah. Probably Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. All right. Uh, favorite sci-fi movie? Blade Runner was pretty cool. Star Wars was cool. Return of the Jedi was cool. Yeah. That one came out a couple of years ago, a few years. In 1984. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, he, that's really what he looks for is somebody who's really knowledgeable about comic books since, you know, 90% of the stuff that he does is comic book related. But he does do the other stuff where it's movie posters, movie soundtracks. Yeah. He's got T-shirts like that so yeah i don't i don't know maybe i don't know that i really have any pointers okay. other than read some comics well, i mean if i got the job i'd learn about comics <laughs> i mean i just i'm usually doing like athletic things so i don't really have a lot of time for them but i can make time if i had a job doing this okay so um he can get the job but can he do the job? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll fill out the application. And I'll, like, take my time doing it, you know, to see if this guy comes out or not. All right. So, yeah, you're you're there for a little while. You're probably there for a good 25, 30 minutes. Okay. He doesn't come out. All right. So I'll finish filling this out. Uh, I'll add it to him. You'll, you'll make sure he gets this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Will yeah. you put a good word in for me? Um, I, mean, I, I know that we don't really know each other. But yeah. I, I mean. I can give him my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and what would that opinion be? I mean. You got all right taste in movies. Okay. I think we're on the right page. All right. Well, I mean. But, I mean, I don't really know you, so. No, I, don't I, I understand that. I mean. I, I'd have to say, man, like. You not knowing a lot about comic books is probably doesn't work in your favor. But again, I'll, did you know I'll a give lot about more. comic books before you started here? Yes. Well, I mean, that's how we I got all the have job. To learn somewhere. I I knew a ton about comic books, and then when I got older, I applied for a job, and I got the job because I knew a ton about comic books. So when people come in and they ask about comic books, I can answer questions. And that's awesome. If people come in and I'm, just I'm saying, working here. I'm just saying that's how ask, I got the job. ask about comic books, I'd be like, Ryan's the guy that knows about comic books. Yeah, but what if I'm not here? Then you have to then interrupt Will. And Will's the guy that knows about comic books until I learn about comic books. I'm just saying that's how I got the job. Is yeah, no, I, I was able, I think, to take some of that pressure off of will because i knew a lot about comic books so i was able to answer some of the sure, questions right. it took a little while for him to trust me but hey no big deal man you you do you i mean it's i'll i'll give him your application for yeah. sure i'm a quick learn okay yeah so, yeah i'll give it to him okay thanks i appreciate it okay any help i appreciate it. yeah sure i also know the store owner next to you guys too Store owner next to us? The psychic. Yeah. Oh, Madam Sonia, you know her? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Like, you know her, like, personally you know her? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We've gone in there a few times and really spent some time Dude, me and a friend of mine. she's, like, creepy. She is. She's a little until you get to know her, and then she she chills out a little bit. Yeah, he's just, like, giving you, like, this side glance, like, man, I've seen her leave a couple times. She creeps me out. She keep, She's looked at me a couple times. And I'll tell you, man, I she was, like, not just looking at me. She was, like, looking into me. Like, into me. Yeah. Like, she was reading my thoughts or something. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. That lady freaks me out. When I first met her, I thought she was, like, evil and was going to put, like, the voodoo hex on me. Yeah. I don't know if she can. I, I mean, you know what I mean. Sometimes people are like that. You think that they can do that stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want to make her mad. Yeah, no. You know how that is. Like, she's like, oh, you didn't help that guy get a job? No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. That's my humor right there. Okay. Maybe. I mean, just kidding. It's a joke. Come on, lighten up there, Uh Ron. Threatening. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was joking. <laughs> Employees at a place you want to get hired at. Just kidding, but yeah. She's kind of creepy. Just kidding, but not. <laughs> she's a little on the creepy side, but she's okay. Yeah. Uh, if you say so, man. Yeah, you, you just wave at her. Anytime you see her, just wave at her and say hi. Tell I her. don't know that I'm going to do that. You know what you should do is wave at her and say hi and say Roger told you told me to tell you hi. Man, I thought you were just gonna end it like just say Roger. Roger, <laughs> and she'll know. <laughs> no, that's creepy. And right. she it might not feel like she's like looking into your soul as much if if like. I mean, she's been here for a little while now, and I've only seen her, like, twice. All right. I'm, like, not even sure if she, like, really leaves that place. Yeah, I don't. I've always met with her there. She has affinity for uh, my friend that comes with me sometimes. Ash? Yeah. Yeah, I know Ashlyn. Yeah. She's cool. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, don't tell her that, though. She's got a big head. Why? You know, she's a big head. She <laughs> I don't think a, she's got a she's big head. She's got a big ego. You just don't uh, get to see it all the yeah, time. I think she's cool. No, she she's, is. She's kind of cute, too. Oh, you like you like Ashlyn? <laughs> she's oh. cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> she's my best friend. Yeah. No, I'm That's cool. It would be amazing, you know. If I worked here, she would probably come here a lot more. I'm just... Yeah. Yeah. Yes, maybe. <laughs> but, hey... Whatever but, angle you can play. <laughs> but, hey, um, I got somewhere to be, but I appreciate any help you got. Yeah, sure, right. man. Mm-hmm. So, cool, man. I'll leave and go. I was curious if you were like gonna loiter around there and no. like read comic 
not read them, but like flip like through the covers. Like, okay, I need to learn more comic <laughs> when books. When I'm in here videos. and I see people shopping, what do they do? <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's like, no, but I I do make a mental note. I need to talk to Ashlyn about comic books, so that because she, she'll know more about them than I do, and then I'll go on uh, to the sports store that we were talking about. Okay, I don't remember. It was Oshman's, I think. Or was that the one that we were? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oshman's right. works. So I'll go over there and ask to talk to the manager so I can apply there. Okay, Oshman's might be a safer bet for you. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, head over there now. Cool. You know, the crappy part about charm person is that after the spell ends, they know they were charmed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that would work. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I might have to try it, but I'm not sure. How did I go from, I really like this person to like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, okay. But in a world <laughs> where most people don't know that magic exists, would how would charm person work? Yeah, I, they I don't know that something happened, but I know that I can use they don't, the spell. Do they know like, hey, that fucker charmed me? Yeah. Or was it that fucker was like super charming? Yeah. And then not so much. But then all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't really feel for him. <laughs> exactly. I was, he was super charming. Then all of a sudden he wasn't at all. And I mm. got this feeling. He yeah. somehow manipulated me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I can't believe I just hired that guy. I got to fire him next time. I see. <laughs> yeah. Every day I go <laughs> in, I have charm to charm the person. <laughs> You don't want to fire me. How long can I do this for? Holy All shit. of your spells get wasted on <laughs> yeah. char person. Right. I, I'm just trying to keep a job, man. <laughs> Spend the first two months until I know something about comic books. I want to go do the sports store. Yep. You do the sports store. All right. We'll just skip right through that. Okay. That's something I know a little bit more about. Yep. Get done with that. You do your application. You turn it in. Uh, there's the manager who's on duty mm-hmm. comes up and says, "Yeah, we'll we're accepting applications right now. Um, we will look at yours compared to our other applicants, and you know we're looking to make a decision in a couple of days. So if uh, we want to offer you the job, we'll have you come in for an interview. Perfect. I appreciate or, it. Right, I got when it. we're setting up interviews." We'll call you for an interview. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. Good. I appreciate it. Enjoy your night. Okay. Thanks. And we leave. Or I. There's not. (laughs) I had a mouse in my pocket. (laughs) Didn't know. (laughs) Me, myself, and I leave. (laughs) Kind of familiar now. Yeah. (sighs) Anywhere else? No. Those were the only two places I'm applying. You're not applying at Madame Sonia's? Let's see what happens with these two jobs. I don't think she would hire me. <laughs> I might okay. just apply there and see if she'll give me a job just to I feel spite like you Frank. already tried to apply in your own way. I didn't really put the charms on. 
And I don't mean magically. I'm just like I was gonna say, say. I would like to see. That. Let's go charm person on Madame Sonia. Yeah, let's go, I let's go charm don't Frank. want to be there when you do this. Maybe you should go do this now. No. Yeah. Right. Okay. Roger gets vaporized. Yeah. All right. So you go do that. You head home. Yep. And we'll go ahead and end the episode right there. All right. So somewhat of a housekeeping episode, a little bit of things that we're trying to get set up with some of the the character development stuff. So a little more role playing, but what do you guys think? Roger still needs a lot of development. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think it's going to be a matter of a little bit of some of these here and there. Hopefully uh, you guys stay with us and it's not too bad for you guys, but really just a matter of getting to the next episode. I'm excited for what happens next. We got to see some of the inner workings of Frank's shop. Yeah. And what l- he could do. A little behind the curtain. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally behind the curtain. <laughs> yes. But then also going through <laughs> school and trying to find your, your, Swiss, Army your Swiss Army knife. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Maybe by next episode we'll be able to. It's like, <laughs> the, it's like the X-Files. They're all out there. Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll be back in the next week or so. Once again, we appreciate you guys sticking with us and and listening. Hope you enjoy what we're putting out. Ways in which you can support the podcast. Go out there, rate us, comment, let us know that you're out there. Let us know you're listening. Let us know what you like. You could also go to anchor.fm slash the dash discovery dash workshop hit that support button. You can donate to the podcast if you want. Anything helps. We appreciate it. It helps us put out future podcasts. So once again, thank you to everyone who's listening. We appreciate it. With that, we will see you guys next week. Remember, stay nerdy. Bye. Bye.